Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Zudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Particularly good one. Yeah, that hurt too. <laughs> Somebody's got an extra pep in their step. Well, I guess it's the it's the mouth pain, right? No more mouth pain. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got some soreness, but yeah, the the tooth pain is gone. Well, there are a couple things kind of hanging out there, as far as follow ups from yesterday. Yeah. Uh, one is uh, Patrico had some. I mean, just insane amount of mouth pain. On a scale of one to ten, it was a twelve. I think that's high. That it's not in that realm. Yes. It's over, Jeff. Oh, I mean, gotcha. Hurt, gotcha. It's hurting a lot. Sorry to hear that, man. So uh, Tony had an appointment yesterday to get his tooth uh, fixed, or at least looked at, over at Foley Dental Group. Mm-hmm. Fine sponsor of this program. The appointment was at 2.30. Hey. Oh, that's, hey. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was at noon. <laughs> Still funny, though. No. Imagine being the scheduler <laughs> in a dentist's office. You know that joke I just, happens I just, every single day. I just wouldn't schedule at 2.30. I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> hey, we've got your appointment here at uh, two, at 3, 3 o'clock. 30 minutes after 2. <laughs> yeah, we also, have a, we also have an opening at 2.29. <laughs> so what'd they do? Root canal. Oh, oh, that's fun stuff. Yeah. I've never had a root canal, but uh, I hear... That the process is not pleasant. Um, it was, and you know, you know my 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 past with the dentist. I am I am terrified. I hate <laughs> I hate things in my mouth, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff. And uh, I really just it, it's just not it's just not fun for me. Even like even like a cleaning or a cavity or a polishing or any of that, not fun for well, me. Well, the last time I was at Foley was uh, I think January. Mm-hmm. 
for for some work. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I had a cleaning since then, but yeah. Um, I had to get a couple crowns done. So I guess when they put the crown on, they got to shave your kind of tooth down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shave it. They shave it down to like a post. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. And it took. I don't know if they told you like six or seven shots of Novocaine to get me. I'm the same. Numb. I'm the same way. It took him. It took him four or five to get me completely numbed up yesterday. Dude. And it wasn't even the procedure that hurt. It was the, the injections. Oh, see, that hurt didn't like bother me at all. two weeks later. Oh, really? That did, that's not bothering me at all. I'll tell you what. The thing that's bothering me the most today is, like, my jaw. Because they prop they prop your jaw open. Like well, yeah, and that, and that hurt me for, like, two weeks. Yeah, that's, that's what's really hurt me. But uh, the actual procedure, believe it or not, besides being lengthy, was was relatively okay. I mean, well, I was, what do they do? Is a root canal is just a dead in the nerve? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, and then they like hollow things out, and then they fill it. But they, they basically remove the nerve. Yeah. From your from your tooth. Yeah, it's and a, that's what's hurting you. It's a pretty. It sounds like it's crazy because I think it is, but yeah, it doesn't hurt all the bad after they numb you up. I've had a root canal. It's Great to times. alleviate the pain. I mean, it was. It was instant. As soon as as soon as he put in the injections of the uh, the Novocaine, you know, I mean, it was. I, I could have got up and hugged him. I was that happy because <laughs> I'm. T- I, and I know, and I know it sounds crazy, but from 3 p.m. on Sunday until yesterday at 4:30 when I got the Novocaine shot, I was in almost a blinding amount of pain. Like I, I mean, it was it was unbearable. I drank so much cold water because that's the only relief I got that yesterday alone, and you guys know my previous past when it comes to going to the bathroom, yesterday alone, I went pee 14 times. Well, I have a list of the uh, 25 worst pains human can experience. It, this has got to be, tooth pain's got to be up there. So number 25 is gout, which I've, I've never had. Oh, I've seen it on a couple of people, and it looks horrific. Gout, do you even know what gout is? Like, if I were to ask you, Moon, what, what is gout? I don't know. Isn't that some sort of infection, like an internal infection that, uh, it's almost like gangrenous, but uh, I guess right before gangrene? It's an acute and intense onset of arthritis. Wow, really? Caused by a what? Version. A bacterial infection? No, it's, isn't it your diet? It used to be called the rich man's disease because a wealthy diet was one of the causes. Wealthy meaning, I guess, good meats. Yeah, mm. meats and and fried stuff and things like that, right? A buddy of mine had it, and it wasn't pleasant. I, I gout. Knew, dude, I knew a, a guy who had it just in one big toe, and he could barely walk oh. when, when it would flare up. And he would yeah, it's basically it it's it's acute arthritis. Yeah. Uh, then you got a uh, tooth abscess. Ugh. Torn Achilles. Yeah, there you go, Tony. You got two. Check off two. Yeah. Torn Achilles. Again, these are the uh, worst pains humans can endure. Did you ever get gout? <laughs> no. Back in the day, you never did? I'm still working on that. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dude, I'm telling you, that Achilles was one of the... I thought somebody shot me in the foot. It was the, po- quite possibly the worst pain. It felt like somebody took a really tight like resistance band, like a rubber band, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just took scissors and went, boom! It say says, it. it's the strongest and largest tendon in the body, so when it breaks, it hurts. People even say it feels like being shot in the back of the foot. Is that the thing to Adam Wainwright? <laughs> Is that what happened to Adam Wainwright? That's what I just said. I literally just said it. Yes. Uh, no, yeah. not Adam. Was it Adam Wainwright? Yeah, or was when it? he was batting and he and he hit the ball and then he was running first and he and he pulled yes. up lame. Uh, yeah, and okay. same thing. Didn't Ryan Howard yeah, do the yeah. same exact thing? Yeah. Ryan Howard. Yeah. Two first names. Uh, road rash. 
similar to burns, insanely painful. Having the top layer of your skin gone and your nerves damaged is no fun at all. <laughs> then we got a, a stonefish sting. And these are the uh, worst pains a human can endure. Uh, bear attack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's very common. <laughs> it would hurt, yes. Uh, then you have the breaking wheel. You got to tell me what that is. This medieval method of execution involves <laughs> the condemned being tied to a wheel and then their limbs being bludgeoned until broke. Oh, my god. The mangled body was often left on display. Many times the victim was kept alive for days without really anything. Isn't that the new punishment for a pick'em challenge? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 18 is hanged, drawn, and quartered. I don't think we need to go that. Mm-mm. Nah. That in depth with that. The hanging's um, not so bad after a few minutes. Then it doesn't hurt as much. It's the quartered. Is. Okay. <laughs> a bullet ant sting. Oh, yeah. We saw that guy uh, yeah. t- take the bullet ant. Yeah, what's uh, that guy's name? Something Coyote Peterson. Peterson. Coyote Peterson. <laughs> Coyote Peterson. Look that up. Something Peterson. Coyote Peterson. <laughs> Coyote Peterson. <laughs> yeah, that was a gnarly one. That, he said that was the worst one. Of all the insect bites, because we was doing the uh, tarantula hawk, and then uh, I think the bullet ant beat it. I never heard of this one. Trigemenial neurologia. What? Try? I think it's paper cut. Is what it is. <laughs> Trige- <laughs> That's Latin for paper Trigemental? cut. Trigemental? <laughs> yes. Neural- uh, neurologia? Oh, Boy, it's paper I'm reading cutting about fing- that. Finger webbing. Oh, wow. Is the word genital in there? Did I hear the word genital? I'm serious, because if that's, uh, I don't even want to look it up if that's on there. You always hear it's, that word. It says here that this is, a, it's a, it's a, it's something that messes with your nerves. Yeah. That carries sensation from your face to your brain. So like brushing your teeth can be excruciating pain. It says it's like Putting getting a- hit in the face with lightning. <laughs> yeah, like putting on. It's, it says here that you could literally be totally fine and normal, and then you go and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna put on some bronzer," you know, like a lady put on bronze. And as soon as she touches her face, boom, she hits the ground because the pain is so bad. Jeez, you know, a couple people got hit in the face by lightning. You're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> I, I promise you, this differ. is worse. <laughs> uh, worst pains human can experience: uh, lynchy, uh, death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Oh wow! Be I thought that was that uh, Korean barbecue stuff. Uh, tetanus. Oh, childbirth, ladies, number 13. Yeah, Look go. at you guys. All right. Congratulations. All right. Way to go, you guys man. made the list. Childbirth. <laughs> Next on the list is watching childbirth. Crucifixion. Yeah, yeah dude. That's, that's everything. Every time I've read about that, yeah, it doesn't end well. <laughs> There's one in that one book. Uh, peritonitis. Uh, that's, uh, that's uh, a peritonitis. Yeah, but but peritonitis. In this is not fun. Perit- uh, peritoneum is a thin lining that covers much of the inside of your abdomen, and when it gets inflamed, get ready. Caused by a leakage of the intestines, the pain is unreal. The condition is so bad that if left untreated, it's almost always fatal. And then there's uh, something uh, after a sting of a jellyfish. Oh, which which type? Like a Portuguese man of war? I can't even pronounce this. It's some kind of some kind of syndrome. Yikes! Oh, yeah, kidney the- stones is on there. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, been been That's through that. That's number eight. Mm-hmm. Second degree burns. You guys ever been stung by jellies? Mm-mm. Uh, my wife or was. Some of them oh, can be that's right. I'm just gonna. Oh, forest cluster headaches. Ugh. Oh, penile fracture. 
Good band, though. Yeah. Uh, then there is the post-dural puncture headache, also known as the spinal headache. Wait, what's One that? One of the worst head pains a human can experience. Basically, your uh, meninges... One of the most sensitive parts of your body are affected. Uh, the worst part is movement can make it worse. Hearing loss, vertigo, nausea, dizziness, extreme pain. Oh, number one, emotional pain. Get the f*** out of here. Those, those, those lists, those lists, you know what? I'm not surprised by that because, you know, normally it's like, number two, getting run over by a tank, feet first. Number one. Being alone. Get the f*** out of here. Come on. That whole list for that ending. <laughs> that is very disappointing. <laughs> Although Root Canal did not make the list. So you can yeah, that's silly yeah but we'll throw whining. it in the two Root, Root yeah. Canal. Root Canal was not that painful. The pain that I felt before the Root Canal, I, I and I'm not kidding you, and I think I said this on the air yesterday, there was a point where I Googled at-home extraction. Yikes. Because it was oh my that god, bad. you're really gonna take your tooth out yourself? Yeah, he's gonna I cast thought about away it. it with an ice skate. Yeah. I, I I was like, I, I typed in to Google. I typed in, is there an easy at home extraction? Because it was wow. that bad, and the and, internet said no, and I couldn't sleep. I, I mean, I, I honestly, when I woke up at you 8 googled a a medical remedy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I typed in. I I was. Salt water. They were like, I was thinking about going to buy clove oil. Uh, they were like, all kinds. And, of stuff. and you know why you shouldn't Google symptoms when you're feeling sick or any kind of at-home remedy? Because they'll tell you you're gonna die. Uh, it, it's probably wrong, first of all, <laughs> yeah. and it's gonna totally freak you out. But listen, we all do it anyway. And you know what's funny? That I had actually this study. A study looked at the symptoms that people in every state Google the most. Hmm. So last year, he here's what. What symptoms people Googled by state. Yeah, and while every, there, there were some like boring ones like stress and sniffles. Aww. Do you have every state on there? I'm not going to give every state because some of them are boring. Like Missouri and Illinois were both stress. Oh. But like Wisconsin, light colored poop. All Jeez. Right. <laughs> there's, there's your cause. Uh, Mississippi, <laughs> gas. Jeez, next. Idaho, symptoms of E. coli. <laughs> Nebraska was signs of low testosterone. In New Mexico, phlegm, but they misspelled it, F-L-E-M. All right. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. Florida, sunbirds. Indiana, uncircumcised problems. Oh. <laughs> wow. What? Florida, how to get this out of here. <laughs> and uh, South Carolina, the opposite of uh, Wisconsin's, a dark green stool. Oh, Cotton man. candy. You're eating way too much lettuce. <laughs> Too much fiber. So, all right, so Tony's tooth, feeling good. All right. Feel great. Jeff, mm. your dog. Yeah, home. People were crazy, dude. Crazy tweeting us and emailing us and Facebook messages. Yeah, so amazing. Thank you to everybody. Jeff's dog, whom I apparently don't care about. So, mm. Jeff's own words. Oh, Jeff's said, own he, words. He said I've, none of us would care. I've dropped a million dollars on Jeff's, this dog in the last four days. Jeff's and own words. I cried over this dog, and it's about him. Jeff's own words. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and by the way, the one guy who doesn't give a crap about this dog is the one guy who asked me about it yesterday. You're the only one who checked in. Huh? And but the way he checked in was, so what's going on with the do dog I don't give a crap about? <laughs> 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 
Well, your your dog got into the ibuprofen. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah. didn't check in because when I left yesterday, you said. Her levels are up. I get to pick her up today. Yeah, well, he that, said he yeah, was going to bring her home. That so. and by the time that I was getting ready to text him, he tweeted that the dog was home and doing well. That's all right. No, I mean, listen, a nice personal message would have been cool, but all right. I retweeted it, which is not. Oh, what okay. This is. Thank you very thing. much. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank no, you. it's a retweet. That's as good. Yesterday That's he told he, he told us that he loves the dog and hates us. So you hit uh, a like. You hit a like and you retweeted. I appreciate that. That's very right. very. So if somebody has a baby, tell us that he hated me. He said he hated you. If somebody has a kid, he said he hated all three of us. If somebody has a kid retweeting the birth announcements is just as good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a personal message, I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay, I all right. So. Yeah, but she's she's. I'm not good. social Thank media you. savvy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, she's good. She's she's good. So we got to check her levels again on Thursday, and as long as everybody everything is still cool. Well, I mean, he said levels. I don't know okay. I, levels of what. Creatinine levels, which is uh, the kidney function, is part of the kidney function. Her her kidney levels were down, and yeah. they wanted the numbers up. The the good number is a right, like the the highest. The highest you can get without being too concerned, from what I understand, is 1.5, whatever that means. The highest she got was 1.9. Oh, that's good. Is that good? That's good? No, no, that's bad. Oh, that's bad. The okay. number oh, needs yeah. to go down. And then when the doctor called yesterday, he said it was down to 1.5, so that's why we got to take her home. So we got to take her to the vet uh, on Thursday. Oh, the, the high is no good? The high is no high good. high is no good. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 1.0 to 1.5 is where it's supposed to be, supposedly. Uh, and uh, so she's super, super tired and just chilling. Uh, but she's as of right now, she's cool. Mm. So, ah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So everybody who I mean, especially my Instagram, just blew the f up. So thank you guys very much, and thank mm. you guys for giving a crap too. Appreciate it. Nah, some of us. No, you all too. <laughs> <laughs> some people just text and say, "Hey, how about the dog?" I don't give a crap about. <laughs> we all handle things in different ways. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was deep. That yeah. was the look so on deep. your face was like you were going to say something else. We do. Uh, you forgot. It just you forgot. No, I did not. <laughs> I figure we all work closely together. I'd like to uh, reach out personally. Now, do you think you reached out personally because you felt bad that he thinks that you didn't give a crap? No. I genuinely cared. How is your dog that you don't think I give a crap about? <laughs> and then there was a gif of gif gif of you going, look at me, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <sighs> yes. So the dog was appreciative. Good. Yeah, Good. You, you, you tell her I said uh, give yeah, my best. She wants to come by and say hello if that's all right. Just let her spend the afternoon at your place. Aww. What kind of dog is it? It's a rot lab mix. Uh. Yeah. About 60. Well, you don't have your running buddy. 70 pounds, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. In a couple days, we'll be cool. All right, don't yeah. that was not too quick. No, no, no at least a couple, two, three, couple, two, three, couple, two, three days. days. Now the dog got into a, a <clears throat> bottle of ibuprofen. Correct. Which uh, do you have a medicine cabinet? Uh, sure, I think so. There's several of them. Yeah, but this was some ibuprofen that somebody had on a nightstand because they had a had a fever, mm -hmm. I guess. Or something. Oh, just no. I didn't really think there. about it. Right. It was just sitting there, and the other dog, uh, the oldest dog, Lola, got it, brought it downstairs, and then is this maybe a lesson learned in the Burton household? Yes, very much so. Whomever is responsible was very, very, very upset yeah. about it. So, the crazy thing: this happened to two of our friends' dogs the same weekend. That's right. I had never heard of this happening before, yeah, and yeah. it happened to two. Close. To I guess dogs. it's a, it's mm -hmm. a thing. I mean, I guess the dog gets hold of the bottle, rattles it around. It's fun. 
and then the thing rips open, and next thing you know, you're eating pills. Right. You know, because those pills have like a sugar coating. Yeah, but the funniest thing Advil, is Advil, right? Was it Advil? No, it was ibuprofen, whatever Advil is. I don't know. Is that what Advil I believe is? that is? Yeah. I don't, all, know. I don't all, take it, so I don't know what it is. All I know is that I, for the life of me, when I have to give my dog pills, I can wrap it in bacon, cheese, and, you know, a dog treat, and somehow they find a way to spit it out. Well, because but they get course. a bottle of pills, yeah. and they're like, grab candy. Yeah, of course, because you want your dog to take the pill. Yeah. I got to do a, uh, I got to take a pill and put it in a plunger, you know, like a like an injector yeah. thing, and let it dissolve, and then stick it in the back of her throat and psh, yeah. three times But yet the thing ate that's a bottle a of pills. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I don't get. <laughs> Did they know how many she ate? No, that's part of the problem. Oh. Yeah. Like, I think our friends, I think that they they may have ingested more. I'm not sure if they're still in the hospital. Because I, I know she one had, the whole bottle. I know one had to get their stomach pumped. Yeah. So, she got the so whole I'm sure one, one pill is not good for wow. her. I'd imagine not. Long. Yeah. I just remember with what mine. What if the dog's got a headache? Right. I remember with mine, when she first started throwing up, I saw the, the puke, but then there was little white blotches in it, which I'm assuming were the pills. Yeah. Mm. Which is crazy because, you know, a dog gets a hold of ibuprofen and gets that sick. And I remember when I was a kid, my, the family dog, I mean, ate a box of nails. Oh, dude. And was oh. like pooping out nails. My, my oldest, like, the one who's fine. The, the grab the thing has eaten everything in the entire, I mean, yeah. I've, I've watched her poop out socks. Yeah. My dog, my, my dog, Wilson, when I got him and he lived in the apartment, like, and I, the first time I had him and really didn't know what I needed to put up, what I needed to put away. He got the trash out and literally ate the entire aluminum can of soda. The Why whole am thing. I imagining a dog being used as a nail gun right now? <laughs> <laughs> which, like a roofer. Like has a boop, yeah, boop, which, which boop, way? <laughs> Do you use the tail to pump and then it goes out the mouth? or the No, it goes rubber? out the tush. Yeah. Have it sit down. Yeah, you know, chocolate's supposed to kill a dog and there's not too much you can do after it's really like ingested it. And our dog got a hold, you know, the cookie cakes. Not the circular ones, the like, let's get an absurd, huge, giant cookie cake. It's a giant sheet. Ate the entire thing. Oh Took it to gosh. the vet, and they're like, ooh, she might not be okay. Didn't even flinch. Not a single habit change. Nothing. Uh, Dog was when, fine. When, when it was like 95 plus for weeks in a row, and I would take Wheezy out in the woods with me, I would bring grapes. And that would start as frozen. And as the day went on and we got hotter and hotter, I'd give her grapes. Then I'm told grapes can kill dogs. Ah. She didn't even blink an eye. Remember that time with my dog? Yeah, I yeah, that was awesome. Take yeah, it and not spend any money. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Walk it in the rain and yeah. the, I reached out to not see, clean see how the dog was. You never got back to me. Remember that? Remember that you were at the vet hospital? Yeah, remember oh, no, that part weren't. of his heart that never was accessed oh. because he never had a dog? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you, <laughs> I got no more room in here to love anything. I believe who who said it was at Air Supply. I'm all out of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of it. There's always room for a beach. <laughs> Before but, uh, this, just thought about because you, you know you talk about you getting a dog, and uh, I said that uh, you would get a dog by by Christmas this year. That was my bet. Uh, I believe you have a bet to pay up on. Is today the day? Today's it, the day. Isn't I mean it's it's been a week, right? Today's one week. Yeah. Oh, Bill Cosby in jail for one week. Yep. Although he didn't go in like right away at six o'clock in the morning. All right, so we gotta wait until what, like three p.m. <laughs> no, the bet was that I I said that Bill Cosby will not spend a week in jail, and I I'm wrong. So this is, what was it, fifteen hundred bucks? I, I believe it was. <laughs> yes, ten, it was I believe it was ten grand. You have to reach into more than one pocket <laughs> if it's fifteen. <laughs> look, I want to pay right now. Look at this. Yeah, look at you, Scott, getting ten. Ooh, an IOU. Grand. There's Whoa. a tenner right there. Oh damn! Look at that. Whew. 
Careful. This man pays up. You do, man. You really do. Wish I'd have gotten in on that action. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Ironic if you go and buy Jell-O with it. Like Jell-O pudding cups. Why don't you get yourself a nice sweater? God. I want one of those giant Sharpies, too, that he used when he was drawing on those boards for that yeah, other kid's show. that show? He drew pictures on yep, some... Yep. He drew pictures of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he had a, the biggest marker the in history. Show. Was the kids say the darndest thing? thing? No. 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 No, it was an old... And he had a pen. Picture looked, pages. Picture pages. Yeah. Give me the little theme song. We got the theme song. Oh, going? boy. Hold on. I got to find the theme song. We got the song. old picture pages theme song. It was... Uh, he had a pen that looked like a kid. Oh, my gosh. But look at the still photo of the video. Oh, you talking about the worm? <gasps> Looks like a penis. Or am I just in that state of mind right now? Well, oh, that's, that's the wrong website. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Picture pages. That was the. Are you ready? That was all kid show that he. I think this drew is it. On. Okay. Picture pages. Is somebody being electrocuted as this is playing? Hey, kids. I remember that. <laughs> I just remember him having a giant Sharpie. I just love the fact that right now I'm, I'm still watching the video and he's got like a, a nice plaid button down shirt on and, and then also the world's tightest t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now he's wearing a prison jumpsuit, guys, because he's in jail, and I owed Scott ten bucks when I paid. Thank you. See the worm? That yeah. worm always made it into all the uh, all the drawings. Yeah, this was there this, was a worm this in was every drawing. So much fun. That worm was like the uh, I don't I know like the, the mascot, mascot or something. Uh, wow. The, the funny that thing looks is, looks surprisingly like a penis. Those glasses are back in style now on ladies. Yeah, they are. Picture you pages. It. That's it. Oh, I remember watching this. Yeah, they were like little shorts. Oh, wow. The, it debuted as a segment on the on Captain Kangaroo. Huh. Yeah. I did not know that. They were like little shorts that would play on PBS in between episodes of Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street or something. I was a Captain Kangaroo fan back in the day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Picture pages. Hey, you know who was at uh, the pageant last night? I would have loved to have gone to see this. Yeah, I found out about it yesterday afternoon. Yeah, no, me, me too, dude. Me? Like, how, how did this happen? Sting and Shaggy. What the hell? Well, they have an album that they put out together. Great, but That's who fine. knew they were in town? I just want yeah. to see Sting. I just want to be in the same room as Sting. I've That's heard all. Him. I've never Sting, seen him live. I've heard Sting him when he was at the with Shaggy. Uni, maybe? I, don't, I just want to be in the same room as a guy. Oh. That's all. And you remember, give me a little Shaggy. Okay. You want some Shaggy? His big one. was It wasn't me? That was his, that was his big that song. That was his yeah. big song. Yep. A little Shaggy here. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. Look who? The girl next door, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm jumping forward. All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you think I know my ancestral villa? You know that this wasn't his first single. You know his first single. Oh, yeah. That is the jam. I love that song. Give me all that. All right. Do you know that song, Jeff? I think I do. That video got airplay. You know it's from Dumb and... Wasn't it on Dumb and Dumber soundtrack? Mr. Bombastic. Yeah, maybe so. I think so when he's... 
Something fantastic must have born I love. Listen, this was one of those songs where, like, and, and that was the Familiar, song where when it came on, everybody went. Yeah, I know the lyrics. Go for it. Well, Shaggy sounds like he's from <laughs> Jamaica, but mind. he's from. I think he's from New York. Yeah, this song is awesome, boy. She Yeah, but he was at the pageant last night with Sting. Yep. That's an odd combo. I, I listened. I when that, when I saw that they put out an album together, I was like, this has got to be a joke. That had to have been sold out. And I clicked on it. It was weird. It was a weird album. I mean. What would they play? So they played 27 songs. They play police things? So I'm that just going to name nowhere. the songs that I know. I'm just going to tell you the songs I know. Sting isn't going anywhere without playing a police song. Every little thing she does is magic. Well, there you go. There's, and we're done. Love is the Seventh Wave. That's the Sting song. Message in a Bottle. Fields of Gold. Uh, holy cow. What? Uh, this is my scene. If you love somebody, set them free. Then they sing Angel. Uh, Shape of My Heart. Uh, get Up, Stand Up. Uh, uh, oh, dude. They did on the stage together, Roxanne into Boombastic. This is, this and is then a tragedy. And then, oh, wait a minute. And it's so are they, are they playing? Okay. Encore number one. Columbia tomorrow or something? Encore number one. Okay. No, this is, this is combined. Desert Rose, Jamaica oh, Farewell, oh, Desert Rose. Fragile, Fragile, It Wasn't Me, Every Breath You Take. What the heck, man? Remember Desert Rose? Did this oh, sell out? Like a negative 15 minutes or something? Been. Is that why I never heard about this? It had to have been a sold-out show. Had to have been. I, I can't imagine it not being sold For out. For the most part, we got our ear to the ground. How did we miss that? I saw it somewhere, and I didn't realize it was last night. Wow. So you care about his dog, but you don't care about our fandom of Sting and, and, and Shaggy. Correct. Uh, <laughs> give me a little Desert Rose. Nailed it. Give yes. me a little Desert Rose. <laughs> One makes better radio. <laughs> Desert. I'm not your concert calendar. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'll be your concert calendar. I know what I'm doing today and tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> All right, Desert Rose, here we go. Little Desert Rose. Yeah. Hit it. Go All for right. it. I used to play this song when I was uh, on the radio in New Jersey at the Jersey Shore a little bit. What the hell this is? You don't know this song? No. Oh, yeah, you do. Wait, wait till it kicks in. Hello, hello. show was not sold out because there were tickets available at the door yesterday. GA tickets, $108. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. I could have... Wow. We could have stood outside and Half of me could have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was on sale? Like, here's how much this is? Yep. 
GA all ages, $108. Is that resale because it was sold out? This is from the pageant's website. And then, and I love it. Somebody put, oh my God, Sting and Shaggy. Oh my, even more God, $108. <laughs> <laughs> that, that definitely seems like a 15 to $25 show. Get yeah, out of here. Ah, no. There's only one guy from the police there. Come here. on. Oh. <laughs> I am bummed. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I was the only 12-year-old, though, rocking Fields of Gold. That record was mm-hmm. awesome for me. With all those songs they played, that would have been a cool one to see. It, and it also did say, this is the pageant put out on, on September 29th, put Don't Miss Sting and Shaggy this Monday, October 1st at the pageant. Only a few tickets still remain. Grab yours today. So hey, It would also have been nice to be off today if we all went. Yeah, that would have yeah, been, been, cool. been really that would have been cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, been, but we're here. <laughs> Uh, team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Director Shane Sanders. Yeah, oh, Shane Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, man. I wonder if he's a colonel. Shane has listened to the Riz show since the, uh, since the show began and has tried to listen every day since. And the show gets her through those long drives to school from Illinois, saying, if I don't listen, I feel like I'm not starting my day right. Well, you know what we're like? A big old, like a big old bowl of raisin bran. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, did you have different flavors going through your head? And, and you that was what you did. Razor brand. You were going to say grape nuts, weren't you? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Shane Sanders. The, worst the Team Riz member of the day. Stop Get that. that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. <laughs> Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. <laughs> Big old bowl of Wheaties. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, like him, like there's like an encyclopedia of cereals, and he just did the big swipe and stop raisin bran. Ugh. I used to have raisin bran as a kid with uh, two me. heaping te- uh, tablespoons of sugar. Yeah, that you just yes. took it from good to not good, <laughs> like as far as health wise. All right, six thirty-eight on this Tuesday. First look at the traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard. QG. <laughs> In a second, Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We're going to make our real or fake picks like 1057thepoint.com slash cans. It's crazy. This is week three? Four. Week four. So week four, everybody's tied up. And week four, everybody's tied up with ten points. So, I mean, we're halfway yeah, through. Yeah, wow. That's crazy. Oh, man. Hmm. We're getting down to it already. Yeah, week four, already, already ten points. Everybody's tied up. Which is actually good if we get this over quicker. So what happens if the sooner the caroling starts, the odder it's going to be. Well, yeah, the punishment is the area's first Christmas caroler. (laughs) And you have to get in the whole Christmas caroling garb and go to at least 10 houses. (laughs) 
and sing full songs unless the door slammed on you. <laughs> Which I have a feeling, by the way, that door is not going to be slammed on you. I think it really depends on where we wind up doing it. I think it depends on where we wind up doing it. And I thought that too. If you, if you, <laughs> Jeff, if you knock on the door, you know, if you knock on the door and somebody opens it up and they have no idea who, what the show is, who you are, and you go, Hark the Herald Angel, they're going to go, No, no. And does that count then? Hark it, it has ass to be off a door open, right? It has to be a door open. Okay. It has to be a door open, person there, and you have to at least get five words out of the song. What if they just kind of look out the door and close it? Does that count? No. Well, door open. No, door open, stay open. I got a feeling it's stay really going to come down to which neighborhood. It's going to come down to which neighborhood. Yeah. Because you might do that for six hours. <laughs> right. It's going to be a neighborhood open. thing. Yeah, it really depends on which neighborhood you're going to. Now, remember, the winner will throw a dart at the map of St. Louis. <laughs> or the St. Louis Metro. I mean, it could be Illinois side, too. Yeah. I mean, what if you toss the dart in a rear in like a really rural area? Like, oh, Man. cool, we're going right outside of Glen Carbon. Cool, you're gonna go knock uh, at ten houses and also travel forty eight <laughs> miles. Yeah. Huh? yeah, what if it's like Owensville? Could happen. Yeah, could happen. Oh boy, it's anybody's game. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna come down games, to who has the least amount of points. <clears throat> That's right, Moon. Thank yeah. you. Oh man, I, neighborhood. I wish I'd have thought of that for my strategy. Uh huh. That's a hot take. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of fun and games, we'll find out who is being uh, shot today with the airsoft gun. Oh, boy. Will it be King Scott? Will it be me? King Scott, if he loses, two shots. If I lose, it'll be my first. Unless you want to. We can give you two as well. Well, we both had the Chiefs as the winners last night. Uh, The Chiefs won. Came down to points. We'll see. Go Chiefs. Chiefs won. Hey, did you? Uh, what, what's Chiefs your overall meant. standing? Um, we can talk about that after. Okay. It's not third anymore. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about it a lot last week. It's, it's not. It's not third. <laughs> who won the Who won the week this week? The overall week winner out of all of us was Donnie Fandango. Oh, darn. What a jerk! By himself. Well, I mean, like everybody, like you, Stalter, and Donnie all had eleven correct. Damn, but based on that's points impressive. of tiebreaker, it went Donnie, Stalter, you, Burton, me, and then the other two. Mm. That's an overall. That's a cumulative, though, right? That was week four. That was the week. Oh, Just okay. for the week. Wow. Good yeah, job, week. Donnie. Yeah, congratulations, Donnie. Emails, Jeff? Totally sincere. Yeah, this is uh, Danny. Uh, hi, listening to you guys on Friday morning. So that was still September. At mm-hmm. that particular point, you were talking about Halloween decorations. Riz was saying that it was uh, too early uh, because it wasn't even October yet. So Danny works at a popular hardware slash department store, and in the second week of September, started putting up Christmas decorations. Second week of September. That's wow. what I said. Wait, Christmas, not Halloween. Christmas. Christmas. Yikes! If uh, the end of September is too early for Halloween, I was wondering how you felt about Christmas being sold already. Uh, love you guys, except for Jeff. Quit being so creepy. I mean, it's, Octo- <laughs> it's October 2nd. What do we think? Is it okay to do the Christmas stuff now? No. I would say yes, so you can get avoid all the traffic. and I I will avoid all the traffic. They're, We're later in the year. You know talking, what? They're talking about putting it up, not buying it, right? I'm talking the whole Christmas stuff being out. Like, to buy. Like, you're not talking about Available putting it up at your house. Stores. You're talking about putting it Everything. up in the stores. Maybe even... I think it's too early. Do you think it's silly to even start buying gifts now? <clears throat> uh, oh, gosh, no. June, July, baby. Yeah. 
Do you have that one aunt that does all the Christmas shopping way early each year? I don't have an aunt. Live with somebody who does that. Oh, your wife does? Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, it's smart when you can budget things out that way. It is smart. Yeah. And there are some reasons. She's been doing that for years. Number one, shorter lines, less chaos. So instead of dealing with the crowds, you just have to wrap your gifts. That's it. Watch some football and eat your way through the holidays. That's it. That's what she does. She sits down and watches football and wraps gifts. So your stress levels are not through the roof. Yeah. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not too soon to have this stuff in stores. It's probably actually a good time to have it because, A, anybody that's getting ready that really has their stuff together is going to want to buy it, like he said, before the stores are full of people doing that kind of stuff. And maybe even put it up. The, uh, the We did Oktoberfest in St. Charles. If you noticed, all the trees down in Frontier Park, they got Christmas lights on them. They're not plugging them in for another you know, month or I, so. I'm looking at this as a, a, a different way, I think, this year as far as having this stuff out already. Who the hell wants to go to the mall or any of these stores and throw elbows and the parking? Yeah. We're alleviating the crush. Right. Right. And with the unpredictable weather, I don't know if you guys have ever put lights up or the crap outside or any of that when it's freezing cold. I don't cold. even mean putting the stuff up. I mean just having it at your house. Buying it, be ready to go. Yeah, I'm not talking about inflatables, but maybe putting the lights up right now ain't a bad idea. And they no, say if you buy that, your stuff that's, now. That's that's crazy. If you buy your stuff now, as far as gifts go, you probably on. give better gifts. Because mm-hmm. trying to find the perfect thing for everyone is a lot more doable when you shop early. Yeah. Because you could put more, well, number one, put more thought into it. And uh, by mid-December, you'll you'll buy any kind of half-decent gift just to check somebody off your list. Yeah, I mean, look at it uh, as you're going out. To, let's say you went out today to start doing it. There's no pressure on it. You know, four or five days before Christmas, if I'm walking around in a liquor store looking for stuff for you guys, mm-hmm. there's more, you know, there's pressure there because of time. And shopping early means money's not going to be as tight around the holidays. Yeah. Spread out the pain. So if you buy at least some stuff now, you're not going to have to drain your bank account to buy everything in December. Right. And avoiding holiday, quote unquote, deals could maybe save you some money. Because you might find a few crazy discounts on Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And if you enjoy the whole process, go for it. But the deals aren't always as good as people think. They kind of dress things up. Plus, a lot of the stuff that goes on sale isn't stuff we actually need or want. We just see deals we can't pass up. Mm-hmm. And then we make a lot of impulse purchases, including presents for ourselves. Guilty. So I don't think it's a bad thing. And you'll hear about the Christmas creep. Ah, oh, it's earlier and earlier every year. And then you complain... When there's crowds at the stores, right? Yeah. Where you can just go now and avoid the whole thing. You can go Christmas shopping in June, July. There's, the decorations won't be in the stores, you know? It's in your heart. It's That's the right. people that complain it, about the Christmas is. creep then complain about everything being so crowded. I'm just waiting for people to come around, man. Jesus is the reason for the season. We don't need all this other crap. Let's just skip it. Yeah, let's get rid of the gifts. Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is Mark. Hey, guys, love the show. Have a situation for you all. I'm getting married next fall. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> it's next fall. Is it too early to say congratulations? <laughs> she is 27. I'm 26. In I a have, year. I have uh, heard the tradition that the bride's family pays for the wedding itself, like renting out the building, uh, paying the church. Groom's family pays for the food reception after party, blah, blah, blah. The in-laws, fiancé's parents, have already said, we ain't paying for anything because you guys are, quote, a real adults now. Well, there you have it. Yeah. What's your question? 
It's over with right there. That's it. There's no. Yep. Davis, Dave already said, we're not paying for it. So sorry. Yeah, so so if guys, they were 24, would they pay for it? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a weird reasoning, but. Their reason was that they were 25? 26 or and 20, 27. That's it? Like they were over 25? You're an adult? That's the reasoning? Quote, you guys are real adults now. That's the reasoning they're given. That's the reasoning you got. And that's the reasoning you got. So, it's their money. You can't force a parent to pay for anything. Yeah. So be smart and have a little dinner at someone's house, but go on vacation and is, have your uh, own celebration. Is still open? I think yeah. they do a good wedding package. <laughs> Was that your knee? What are you doing? Yeah. Right oh, boy. It's because your two-thirds doesn't Look mean you can destroy our new studio. This key is sitting right there, and it just destroyed my leg. Has the key been there this whole time? I don't remember it. Maybe. This is your root canal. I know. I think I just mm. tore my ACL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the, if, the, if the in-laws give their reason, no matter what it is, they're not paying, they're not paying. What, are you going to force them to? Right, yeah, That's and that's a really good way to start your marriage with your in-laws there. Well, and now to... what you have to do is now you have to budget. If you mm. want a, a wedding, uh, you have to start budgeting and saving. and Just go to Schnooks, get one of those King of the Hill sandwiches, cut it real thin. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a little nibble. You guys are fine. Yeah. Throw, up an iP- throw on an iPod, Keystone Light. I mean, what do you want to yeah. do? You want to put your maybe it's a, maybe financial reasons your in laws don't want to pay for. You don't know what their bank account situation is. And what do you want to put them in? You want to put them in debt so you have a nice little party for a couple hours. Yeah, and chances are they're not going to tell you that. And then they'll resent you. You don't think it would be pretty obvious if your parent, your your soon to be in laws, wouldn't be able to afford? No, some, you don't think so? I don't no, know. I don't mm. know. I wouldn't have a a clue. I just always went through my father-in-law's wallet mm. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different relationship. Yeah. Usually when he was in the bathroom, right? right. When they were both in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was this question? Uh, what should he do, basically? Nothing. Yeah. The deal with it? <laughs> That's it. 26, 27 is still awfully young, obviously, to us, because we're in our 30s, 40s, and 50s. But um, yeah, he wants to know if they're wrong, if I'm expecting too much, and am I being greedy? Well, first of all, I don't think you, even with tradition, I don't think you should ever expect anyone. Yeah, there's no ever, right. There's no. There's no. Nobody's right or wrong in this yeah. to pay for. Yeah, yeah. He's saying I've always read his tradition, and then that turns into expectation. Don't let that. Well, happen. you know, I was expecting when I got married a couple shekels and a goat. That's tradition. Yeah. Hey, so it's good trade. This might be tough, but <laughs> okay. So you just turned forty. Let's say you and your your your, your wife. Let's say you're in this exact same scenario. Um, uh, two kids, house, radio show, and now you decided to get married. You hadn't been married before. Would you expect anything from... No. Right, but I'm saying... But at 26, do you? I'm saying, is that different? Does age make a difference? Because he's saying that to these people, they're saying age makes a difference. So I'm telling... I'm asking you, at 40, let's say, this is when you decide to get married. No, I would expect myself to pay for everything. Mm. What if they offered? Would it be weird? Be welcomed? Uh, If they want to chip in, I mean, I wouldn't... Yeah, if, if they insist on helping a little bit, okay. Even though it's tradition. So you are kind of saying there is an age thing to it. There, oh, sure. Well, where's the bar? 30? It's also, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, financially Yeah, where you are in life, yeah. Than absolutely. when I was 27. Okay, let's say you don't have a successful radio show. Let's say you work at, on constru- let's say you work construction, and you make decent money, you make good money, you make a good living, you could afford a house, well, I'd you have got to your kids. weigh out. If I want to pay it for a party or do something else with the money. 
But yeah. I'm saying you're, you're. Sounds like to me you just don't want to get married. What's going on? Are you not in love with this woman anymore? What happened? <laughs> Let's say you're 40 and you're getting married, and and like you said, you do you do construction and you you make good money. Okay. Like you don't need anybody to pay for it, but it's a tradition. Do you, like you know? Are you expecting anything? I mean, if they offer, are you taking it? I mean, it all depends on how big of a wedding we want to have. Yeah. Am I going to put money in myself? Yeah. Huh. Are you know what are what are they offering? Right. How much? Yeah, you don't have to have a big wedding. I just you know it's it's just the whole putting yourself in, a, in an incredible amount of debt for a, mm-hmm. a couple hour party and then trying to work your way out of it. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Why start in the red? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know all that many twenty six and twenty seven year olds though that are full fledged adults. adults. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Right, right. And, and he's saying that he's kind of bummed that they have this take on. Well, now, now you know what you're, and now you have to deal with it. Because think of his peers. Everyone in his friend group probably has people paying for their weddings right now and all that stuff. Eh. So he's used to seeing it. But then you, you can't have that mindset of just trying to yeah, keep no. up with other people. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh well, bummer, hey, buddy. I'll, Sorry. I want. I want to. I want to make. I'd this just not get married if I was you. But. Public service announcement for those of you that are getting married that are not getting married in a church. I would love to see the new trend, and and people would really jump on board with this. Is getting if you start- married underwater? I knew. Yes. It. Oh, yes. <laughs> no. Have the reception on Friday nights. Have your reception on a Friday night. Ah, see, I like the Saturday reception. No, but think about this. Think about a Saturday reception, okay? So let's say the ceremony is at a church. That's d- 1 o'clock. You're at the church. Then you, by the time you're eating, it's 6, 7 o'clock at yeah, night. So you're crabby or you're hammered already and, and tried to kill some time. Then after that, now all of a sudden, it's Saturday. You're partying until 10, 30, almost 11 o'clock at night. Then you're hungover all day on Sunday. Then you got to go back to work on Monday. Yeah, if but it's I don't Friday, like going from work to yeah. then... Yeah, but that starts your weekend. You start your weekend with a massive party, and then you have all day Saturday and all day Sunday. The whole in between thing, though, if it's more than an hour, I think you're kind of. Well, I mean, that's what it is, though. That's no, but if you get married, it doesn't mean it's okay. That's what it is. Next, Uh, speaking of weddings and cash, uh, to the email about the wedding gifts. Uh, my wife, ex-wife now, don't ask, he says, uh, <laughs> didn't send out registries at all. So, in other words, they didn't register for anything. It was just cash. Just bring us cash. They ended up with almost $6,000. Holy smokes. So, good advice. Uh, thanks for the yeah, good I times, said, Daily Podcaster. If you don't put anything on the invitation as far as where you're registered, they're going to give cash. Right. Yeah. And that's the perfect great example. Unless right you there. have a douchebag who just gets you random things, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. I think the punch is, bowl industry yeah, is ridiculous. kept alive by, by wedding gifts. No, you really know, do. that's gonna be my go-to gift from now on for everyone. The punch, punch bowl, bowl registry. <laughs> somebody made this somebody ridiculous. made this point on Twitter the other day when we were talking about the, the gifts when you're not still give you gifts. Yep. They're re-gifted uh wedding gifts from their wedding Probably. or other, oh, yeah. or other weddings. Probably it's oh cool, a bread maker. This was good enough. I didn't for ask my for this, wedding. didn't need it, don't want it. So it is gonna be a random thing. Should have a digital display? No, well, so I, but I know, never been I taken know out. I know you like bread. Every time we go out to dinner, I see you eat bread. <laughs> the you wear be- clothes. Figure one a sewing machine. Like Dude, we bread. we scanned a bread maker when we did our registry, and people bought it. And I was like, "Hell yeah, bread maker! This is awesome!" It is still in the box yeah, with the little tag. Part maker. of the reason why is because you you know you can buy bread at the store. Yeah, sure made. can, yeah. sure can. <laughs> That's one of those impulse. Oh, cool! It'd be cool to have. We'll use this yeah. all the time, and you yeah. never use it. My I did mom, that, I did, with, did that with one of those really expensive juice makers, you know, on TV like 15 years ago, where you, it shows and putting all these different things in it. It's amazing for you. And, uh, Bill was like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, you know, you can buy juice at the store already made jerky." Dropped like 120 bucks for no reason, and sold it at a garage sale about two years we later. Use our juicer, 10 bucks. 
Yeah, I got a new one now. I got that uh, ninja thing now. Or we use a juice. We use our juicer. House. Yeah. Sure, you could buy juice. You can. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, did we solve any problems there? Oh, we didn't need to solve one on that one. <laughs> Speaking of, at church a few years ago, the church had a reception, and they had a punch bowl with ice cream in it. I was getting some for my kids, a young boy, and some ice cream out of the punch bowl. So I said, here, let me help you with Thanks, and he just reached his hand right in and picked up the there ice you cream go. out of the punch. What do you mean, there you go? That's everything. <laughs> you better not ever eat anywhere. This is from Mark. He said, guess what? My kids wound up drinking lemonade. Ah, there you go. <laughs> somebody brought up a good a point. So, somebody brought up you a good point. You have an open vessel. No, 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 no. Somebody brought up a good point yesterday. He, he, Riz, you made a statement yesterday where you said, what, you got the food sitting there and everybody's you think in a kitchen they just sit there and work in silence? Is the word? Yeah, and if, as yeah, soon as it's, it's out a, of a package, they rush it out to you? It's a controlled environment. Oh, you're out of your mind. Get out of here, man. It's out of sight, out of mind, too. Ooh, yeah, there, there, you, there go. you go. That makes more sense. Yeah. Ah, Do you not also, salad bar? there are, quote-unquote, professionals working in the kitchen. Okay, John Q. Public is not out there with the open vat of liquid you're going to dip yeah, your cup in. that is true, but guess who is? It's my family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, more to Riz's yeah. point then. Yeah. What do you mean? Stop that. <laughs> punch bowl. Next. I got your punch. All right. Uh, morning, fellas. This hey. is Kyle. I met Riz and Moon at the St. Charles Oktoberfest this weekend and wanted to say how much I appreciate you two being super cool. Uh, Riz was cool. slightly more cool than Moon. Uh, that was even after I freaked out and yells, Riz, from five feet away and interrupted your family time, what I guess, this? at the Oktoberfest. No, I know. But oh, what? in line for the trampoline that cost 45 bucks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was super nice. Yeah, he was very nice. And yeah. he did not say that you were cooler than me. That was Jeff's take. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was, yeah. Anyway, just saying thanks and hope you all had a, a great time with the family. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was nice. So, was yeah, it's nice. Yeah, fun. Taking the kids out. And I really enjoyed watching them play along the beach there. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, what's this, the, the Missouri Claim River. Missouri. This is a giant punch Beach. bowl. <laughs> it is, really. Yeah, the, the clean Missouri River. <laughs> <laughs> giant punch bowl. Uh, one more, Jeff. Uh, hey, guys, future team uh, Riz member Robin here, husband and I, got our tickets to the Riz Show live event, and we were super pumped. Just wondering if you could give us any details about the Miss Headline Hooge pageant. Wondering what it's all about. Looking forward to seeing you guys. I believe we'll have all the details either tomorrow or the next day as far as how you enter. I think about a good a good story in your life. What would make you, in your, in your mind, Miss Headline Hoosh? What would make you Miss Headline Hoosh? What makes you stand out? Whatever in your mind would be the winner of the Miss Headline Hoosh pageant. And we want to hear your stories, and we'll give you all the details, and as far as uh, entries go, and as far as the prize for the winner goes. Mm. Just getting this thing buttoned down. Mm-hmm. Like how many wheelless vehicles are in your yard? <laughs> yeah, or how many, you know, how many felonies do you have under your belt? And for what? Do you even own a belt? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I pull my house up to Pops? Will there be a house party? Yeah. Yes. If you are bringing your home to Riz Show Live, you might as well sign up to be Miss Headline Hoosh. We could just play some Jeff Foxworthy yeah, stuff because that's say, exactly just... how I just delivered that. <laughs> if you, if you and your dad are in the same grade, but it's going to be a full blown. And I, are we going to do a talent portion? 
I think so. I think we we probably should. Oh, yeah. sure. I think we should do yeah. a little talent too. We yeah. should ask about world peace and Yeah, there'll be the questions. There'll be the talent and there's the beauty part of it. Right. Yeah. Are you Miss Headline Who's 2018? Or maybe you know somebody who is a Miss Headline Who's potential. Yeah, if you don't think you could do it, nominate somebody because if they win, the prize is real mm-hmm. good and you could get in on it. <laughs> More details probably tomorrow or on Thursday. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I had to do an initial interviews down at Forest Park, uh-huh. right? One tweet. That's right. <laughs> I just typed in, you know. The, By the, the jewel box. The, you might be a redneck stuff like some of the highlights. And this one, this one just stuck out to me. It's great. You might be a redneck if you burn your yard rather than mow it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Segura, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Bird is fat. Oh, welcome back. Yeah, we have a guest coming in today. Well, first of all, Thursday. Uh, Thursday, uh, Jeremy Pippen's going to be here. Awesome. Ari Gold from Entourage. Old school. Uh, blues play-by-play guy, Chris Kerber's coming in later on. Guys, Kerbs is coming in. We haven't seen him in a while. Not since last season. Well, at the end of the season, they fold them up and put them in storage. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. So we got Curbs out of the mothballs. <laughs> got to hose him be, down. He'll be coming in to talk some blues hockey, which the season begins Thursday. Mm-hmm. How about that? We're here. We're here, guys. Ready to I'll go. hope you stretched out because <laughs> it's a long one. And I'd also uh, like to get his take on this uh, first door we got for you. Time for some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So the big local story making national news is the parents who are suing Ladue High School so their kid could be put on the soccer team. Again, national news. Well, the judge has made a ruling. But it's, it's not over yet. He's made a ruling in the case, not the ruling in the case if that makes sense. So I'm going to try to unpack this a little bit. Stop me if, if I go too fast or okay. I haven't explained something right because there is a lot of facets to the story. Again, this is a national story, but, but, it's, a, but it's a local thing here. So a, a federal judge said that he will not issue a restraining order to put the kid on the JV soccer team while the lawsuit and investigations are ongoing. Remember, this all started... When the kid was cut from the soccer team this summer, and according to the lawsuit, the boy was one of eight juniors who didn't make any of the boys' uh, soccer teams this season. There are three boys' soccer teams at Ladue. And after talking it over with the coach, the family said their son was being discriminated because of his age and filed a lawsuit, hoping to get him on the team. And the coach said, and he admitted, the kid was on the bubble on the bubble of making the varsity team, but he didn't make it. He also said they don't put juniors on the JV team. 
And he said JV, and I think this is true at most schools, the JV team at Ladue is basically um, competitive development mm-hmm. of the players for varsity. And it's not the best decision to put a junior with limited remaining eligibility on the team. Meaning, okay, he's going to put a junior on the JV team who's only then eligible for one more year where he could put another player. They put a sophomore on the team. He could put a sophomore on that that will eventually go to varsity. Mm -hmm. But could he not put that junior on the team that could eventually make varsity next year when he's a senior as well? Just looking at it from, you know, devil's advocate kind of thing? But then you're you're taking the spot of maybe a sophomore who could be on the JV team who would then be on the varsity team for two years. But where's the sophomore play then? Is there nowhere for that? So, so in other words, if this junior is taking the sophomore's team, uh, where does that sophomore play? Does he not have a team? And that, that's the point. Okay. Well, I'm asking. I don't know. Does, so that sophomore doesn't have a yeah, team. Yeah, there's only, there's only three teams, freshman, JV, varsity. Right. Okay. The, the C team is the third team. It's a freshman and team. And that's just freshman. Just freshman. Okay. So the coach has to weigh out, okay, do I put this junior on the JV team? where he's then taking the spot of somebody who could potentially be a varsity player for two years and help the team. So this is the problem. Gotcha. So with the lawsuit going on, the family tried to get a restraining order against the school, which would force Ledoux High School to put him on a team. But the judge says, no. The judge said a a policy barring juniors from the JV soccer team would uh, would not be unconstitutional. Because of its relation of eligibility and keeping a successful program. In other words, what the coach said. It's at the coach's discretion. Mm-hmm. And the judge heard testimony from both sides, including the, the boys' soccer coach. And by the way, the courts in the past have found that participants and participation in school sports is, quote, not a property right, but a privilege. And beyond that, he wrote, he found the coach persuasive. And this is what the judge wrote in a summary. Quote, Coach Arenberg stated that the JV coach preferred a smaller team and that in any event, the program simply could not accommodate every student who tried out due to practical restrictions, like the number of friggin' uniforms available. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the goal was to fill out the team's rosters in a manner that maximized the competitiveness of the program by devoting its limited time and resources to the players most likely to be or become significant contributors on the varsity team. A junior, quote, on the bubble like Jane Doe's son, they're not giving names, might not be as valuable to the overall program as a sophomore with the same skill level. And overall, the judge said that the the coach, not the courts, should be deciding who plays on the team. But it's not over. The family's uh, lawyer says there's also a federal civil rights investigation into the decision. Hmm. What's great is now, parents, I'm hoping you didn't make this kid a pariah in the school, which will now, this will now follow a kid through the rest of his high school career. Yep. Do you think that there's any way that that cannot happen? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But the judge schools. did say, the judge did say, hey, you know what, parents, I get it. You want what's best for your kid, and you're doing what you can. But at the same time, this is just the way it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, you tried to fight the system. It's still going. 
And the judge also said, listen, the season's mostly over, so what am I going right. to do? Yeah, you know, that was my first thought. The season's not exactly brand new, so you take the kid and you get him private lessons or play for a club team, and he comes back his, his senior year. Have him try out for the varsity better, team again. Yeah, better than, you, than this year, and prove everybody wrong. There's a lot of, you know, FUs out there that you can give when it comes to this. Come back bigger, stronger, faster, better, and kick ass next year on the varsity team. Do you think this is a different story, and do you think this lawsuit even happens if the coach just comes out and says, and, and you remember what he said, he was quoted as saying, like, Oh well, if I let him on the team, I'd have to let these two on the team. And da, da, da. you think it's a different story if he just goes, he wasn't good enough. Essentially, he, he said wasn't that. good enough. Yeah. yeah, he said that, but then he also said, I think the reason it went to the lawsuit is because he said, like, you know, well, if I let him on the team, I got to let these other three on the team, and we don't let juniors on the JV team, and blah 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 blah. If he just would have said he wasn't good enough for varsity. I think essentially that's what he said. Yeah, but I think what Tone's alluding to is that are there other juniors who got cut that can go, well, hey, what about us? There There are other kids that were cut. That's okay. I think that's the point you're making, right? What about everybody else? Like, just say he's not good enough. Why didn't he make the varsity team? Because he didn't, he wasn't good enough. He didn't have the skills. Done. See ya. I'm not going to say anything else. That's how sports work in high school. Sorry. And it sounds like you're saying that's what the judge is saying. Ultimately, it's it's his decision. It's at the coach's discretion. So. Uh, police in St. Charles County are looking for the gentleman who stole an entire ATM from a business on Sunday morning. All right. And I'm not sure the name of this place, uh, but the guy was wearing a black hoodie, jeans, camo face mask. He stole the ATM around 645 on Sunday morning, somewhere in the 3100 block of Highway T. Again, this is uh, St. Charles County. And he was last seen driving like a maniac from the place in a super sweet 1999 Dodge Ram 1500. The truck was later found abandoned along with the ATM not too far away. Hmm. So I'm not sure if he got any money out of it. I mean, obviously, if, oh. it was a, if it was an abandoned truck, probably stolen truck. Yeah. If you have any info, call the St. Charles County Police Department. They would love to speak with you. Well, you're all in when you just steal an ATM, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a machine of money. Let's go. This will be easy to open. <laughs> yeah. What was the movie... Where they tried, they stole an ATM. That was Breaking Bad, wasn't it? That's right, it was Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad, they also did that in in the And the machine fell and killed the person. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, how much money can he really get out of an ATM? Uh, Also, I mean, like a stand, like a standalone one. Have you seen Barbershop? You can just look up. What'd you say? Have you seen the movie Barbershop? No. Anthony Anderson, they they steal an ATM. Did they get into it? I don't know. How much money is inside an ATM? Yeah, good. You put that in your search history. I will. (laughs) I'm not going to steal anything. (laughs) What if you decide to? Most machines contain less than $10,000, even though it can hold up to $200,000. Ooh. That's a big difference. (laughs) They just put a a lottery vibe out there for anybody that's actually looking that up. Roll the dice, huh? Yeah, go ahead and do that. I told you guys, $200,000, let's do this. Yeah, but it says right here that it could be this. I <laughs> uh, see a Delta Airlines flight from Detroit to St. Louis was diverted to Indianapolis because of a, a stinky smell in the cockpit. Oh, what do you have for lunch? Well, the flight was diverted as a precaution, and all 116 people on board were taken off the plane. And they were saying they would see the captain and co and and uh, and co-pilot. They had their masks on, but not really much in the cabin. And Delta released a statement saying uh, Delta Flight 2848 from Detroit to St. Louis diverted to Indianapolis and an, ab- an abundance of caution due to an odor in the flight deck area. It's got to be pretty stinky. Yeah. If, you're gonna, <laughs> if, if it's going to bring down a plane. You think that if the if the, the pilot farts, the co-pilot has to take 
responsibility for it. Like, you got this one, man. <laughs> You're the co-pilot, bro. <laughs> That's your job. Take That's one you. for the team. Yeah. That's your job. <laughs> oh. One day you'll be pilot, and you can blame your farts on somebody else. <laughs> Adele does apologize to uh, customers for the travel delay. Guys, I know uh, we talked about Oktoberfest. Uh, Moon and myself went up there on Saturday. You were there on Sunday, too. Yeah. And you had a great time. We had a great time. But not everybody had a great time at Oktoberfest. Oh, no. Yeah, a guy said he and his girlfriend were assaulted on Saturday night around 1030. That, whoever this story is, that person was in the chat room yesterday. They were talking about it yesterday in the oh, chat Oh, really? Room. Yep. Yep. Well, what happened? Go I'm going to tell you. And, I, and I'll tell you why this goes full circle and you're going to go, holy crap. Go ahead. So they were eating near the riverfront. Okay, that's which right. Which is where we were hanging out. And a random stranger walked up and asked to use a phone. And I guess the guy said no, and the stranger punched him in the face. Apparently knocked him out. Hit the girlfriend, too. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah, the coward that punched and then ran. And the dude wound up with a bloody lip and a chipped tooth. And according to uh, St. Charles County Police, another person filed a report for an assault that happened around 20 minutes later. And uh, police aren't saying if the two are, are related. Sounds like it could be. Although you got a lot of people drinking. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not the usual a lot of people drinking. You and if, I mean? if, if you're wondering about policing at the event... Uh, there were 12 officers and nine park rangers patrolling the ground pretty much at all times. So you mentioned the story yesterday about how a man came up and said that your daughter was playing close to the river. Uh-huh. And the way you described it, that person said it sounded exactly like a person that assaulted them. What? That's how that conversation started yesterday. I in can the tell you what that guy was wearing. That person said, wow. We were by the river, and a guy assaulted us, matching that description. The way uh, that he was acting. This guy didn't seem like. Mm. He didn't seem like. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm, not, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's he, the guy. I'm saying that's how it came he up. He yesterday. walked up to us and said, "My daughter was playing too close to the river." Like out of an abundance of caution. I'm not saying that's mm. the guy. I'm saying that's how it got brought up yesterday in the chat room. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because the guy that said, "Hey, your daughter is playing close to the river," you should know. Yeah, seems he, like seemed, a pretty, he seemed like, like a, I'm looking guy. out for people, not I'm trying to hit people. Yeah. Although you got a couple uh, Oktoberfest beers on the way on. You never know. It could change on a dime. Huh. But that sucks, though. Just, yeah. I just socked him right in the face. That was right by us, too. And that's an interesting place to try to assault somebody because he has to run through an entire crowd now to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, but it's easy to disappear. I guess so, I guess. I'm going to go left, right, left, left, right. You lost me. It was 10.30 at can't night. can't find me and these people. Oh, it was that me? night. It was at oh, night. Oh, okay. So, I, yeah, you're right. People had been drinking for a yeah, long time. Yeah, people had been time. drinking for a long time, and it's easy to disappear into a crowd of, you know, 500,000. That's not how many people were there, but it did seem like that at times. <laughs> it seemed like that as <laughs> far as parking goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they ran out of steins on Saturday. Remember I told you by, by the time we went there on Sunday, they were out of steins. They were out of a lot of food, a lot of stuff. They ran out on Saturday. So that was a big, big really? festival. Wow. Yeah, and I've been going for years, and it grows and grows, but last year was definitely double a couple years ago. Well, anybody see the video from the end of that police chase that started at St. Anne yesterday? No, I oh, did. I told you to look that up. The, yeah. They've been playing it on the news. Yeah, yeah I, I saw, saw the it. ending. And this was around 9.30 yesterday morning, and police in St. Anne spotted an 18-year-old who was wanted for evading authorities. And at one point, by the way, the chief of St. Anne 
said that this douchebag pointed a stolen handgun at police. Great. So now the, the, the chase is on. They chase this guy who's in a silver Ultima. And the chase ends in the city right in front of Crown Candy. And it ends with the Ultima clipping a car and then plowing into another car, which is a, a black convertible. And there was so much force, and you'll see it clearly in the video, that the Ultima flips. Three people were hurt. One person in the first car, a person in the convertible had a seizure, and then the uh, douchebag of the Ultima got hurt. Everybody's going to be all right. Police found a handgun, heroin, pot, and other drugs in the guy's car. Not a good person. No. Mm-mm. Which brings up the point, hey, these police chases are getting you know, getting dangerous. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot, lot more of them than I, than I remember, at least, or at least they're being covered more. You know what the police chief of St. Anne said? He don't care. He will chase. Good. He will chase. I believe he said something about putting the pedal to the metal. <laughs> if I'm not, I'm maybe paraphrasing. But it was a violent crash. And luckily nobody was killed. Uh, this should make us all feel safe and secure here in the state of Missouri. Uh, a state audit has found that police across Missouri don't know where about 1,300 registered sex offenders are. Great. Oh, boy. And that includes hundreds who fall in the most dangerous category of sex offender. So the Missouri State Auditor released uh, her report yesterday, and the law in this state requires convicted sex offenders to register their name, address, and other information with uh, county law enforcement where they live. Most often, they have to go to the sheriff's department to do that. And the uh, the Missouri State Highway Patrol then maintains a publicly available database, which you could go and look up mm-hmm. whenever you want. It's out there. And sex offenders have to keep their info up to date and notify police when they move. And the report said that 1,259 sex offenders are unaccounted for. Jesus. And that's about 8% of the 16,000 registered sex offenders in the state. Wow. How does that happen? Well, and and you you could see on the other side of this. Because the audit blames inadequate law enforcement on the local level. I was going to say staffing, obviously, right? So what are they supposed to do on this local level? And the only way to see if sex offenders are living where they say they live is to go door to door to check. Wow. Like, all right, you know, Tony Patrico's on the list. Let me go to his house yeah. and make sure he's there. And not every department, a lot of these small municipalities, don't have the resources to go door-to-door to do that. That's pretty scary. I know, I think it was Channel 2 they had interviewed, I think it was the uh, somebody from the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office. And he says, we, you know, a lot of, a lot of these places don't have the money or resources to have these officers do, go, do sex offender checks. They barely have the resources to have officers patrol the streets. You ever do that when you move into a new neighborhood, check it out, and go drive by the house? What is it, watchdog.us or whatever it is? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. We did that when we first moved in to our house and just drove around and went, okay, there's that address, there's a car. You ever see people driving by your house and going, all right. Hey, more friends are. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have a for sale sign out there? Uh, They drive by slow and pointing. Is the garage sale going on? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> FamilyWatchdog.us. <laughs> and uh, finally, a uh, heads up if you're uh, if you're planning to hang out in U City. 
Obey the crosswalks. U-City police are increasing traffic enforcement at crosswalks trying to uh, keep people safe. And, in fact, the campaign campaign has even a a clever name. It's called uh, uh, Stop For Me. The campaign is is called Stop For Me. So if U-City police officers see a pedestrian, driver, or cyclist breaking crosswalk laws, they will be fined or, at the very least, warned and given a flyer that lists the crosswalk safety laws. And police are concerned, and they're saying that distracted drivers and pedestrians are are putting people at risk. Yeah. Like people walking, especially in Del Mar, on Del Mar, staring at their phones, mm-hmm. walking across the street. Yeah. Cyclists staring at their phones, just cruising. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you spend a lot of time in California, uh, L.A. specifically. You, uh, you jaywalk with somebody that's from there, and they're like, what are you doing? I mean, you'll get screamed at immediately because it is ticket time. Yeah. If somebody sees you doing that, they will write you a ticket immediately. Well, they're, they're cracking down in New City, and the, the fine for breaking the Missouri crosswalk statute is uh, 100 bucks, And if you're in a car, two points added to your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Wow. So pay attention, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Show. Hey, don't forget about the second annual Riz Show Eat and Treat event coming up at the Chesterfield Amphitheater on October the 20th. Fun for the entire family. Bring the kiddos, treats and tricks, dunk booth, wrestling, music. It's going to be fun. Sign the world's largest birthday card. The world's largest happy birthday Riz birthday card. Do you know where that's going? I do. It's going to be awesome. Very excited about it. Moon's mailbox. Uh huh. He's got a giant oversized mail. He's got a novelty mailbox at home. <laughs> All the details. Get your tickets. 1057thepoint.com slash eat and treat. Five bucks to get in. Kids under 11 are free. And that five bucks goes to Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. Great charity. And then the next week, we got the Riz Show Live event, which is sold out at Pops. We're going to have to start rehearsals soon for that. It's going to be that kind of gig. You think we're just going to show up? Is that what the thought was? Just show up and just let's yeah, just Yeah, let's rip just it. show up. Let's just. Uh-uh. 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 That's what I plan. No. Just like announce it and just go. And then nope. we're just going to go and let it run by its own. Nope. Yeah. I heard this is going to be a, rehearsals. I heard this was a press play presentation. We're just showing nope. Here it is. <laughs> nope. I have a hand puppet. I know Greek Fire is going to be rehearsing. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the whole. Because they're playing. <laughs> what about 2SG? Is it going to be rehearsals? Yeah. Absolutely not. Not with them. Those guys are professionals. <laughs> they don't need it. That's funny you say that. I think combined, my, my bands have rehearsed twice this year. Well, we are rehearsing as a show. Yeah. Way to give it 110% yeah, for your fans. It is 110%. We give We're a pro. Crap. I don't know We're pro. You. We're pro. Well, this is, our first, uh, this is our first live event, so we're rehearsing. <laughs> You know how professional uh, sports teams, they don't practice or anything. Never, ever. The things we have planned. You can practice on your own, Jeff. (laughs) The things we have planned out for this live event, it's going to be like a a dance. Like there's going to be things happening here and there, and we need to just be in step. Everybody on the same page. Mm -hmm. Of course. A lot of moving pieces. 
to this event. So it's going to be fun. I just need and the address. And a cluster F. That's it, Pops. Um, I guess when you have a hard and firm rule on something, you, know, you never waver. You never bend it for anything, huh? You know what that's called? Integrity, guys. Integrity. So in England on Sunday, a guy was sitting in his car when somebody approached his open window randomly and threw some kind of a liquid in his face. Turned out to be acid. Wow. You know, you hear about a lot of those acid attacks in in Europe. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a very European thing. And uh, he was parked outside of a restaurant called the Chunky Grill. So this guy, acid on his face, runs in to get some water to put on his face. He asked for the water, and they tried to charge him for it. You think the Chunky Grill just gives out water? Ah, ah. And this is after an acid attack. attack. Uh Uh-huh. Ah. You just can't come up the street and just order water here. His his skin is falling off of his Uh face, and he goes, I need to use the bathroom so I can wash this off. And they go, "Uh, only for patrons. You're going to have to buy a salad or something. I'll get an onion ring and the key to the bathroom. (laughs) At least buy a Snickers bar. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't give him water. Because they had the, they try to charge him for it, and uh, he starts yelling. The workers of the Chunky Grill were, were holding firm. Luckily, sanity prevailed, and and thank God they got the guy water fast enough, so there's no permanent scarring. But you see this guy in the hospital. I mean, he's got bandages on his face. Yikes! And the owner has since apologized, and police are trying to find the attacker. But now I'm thinking, what kind of a hole is this boss? who was not there at the time, how must he treat his employees if they're so scared of the guy and his policies that they will not give the victim of an acid attack water yeah. because of their policy? That's a great point. And no, no. Uh, I mean, I know this is the, the big part of the story now, but no reasons or guesses as to why some guy threw acid on him? No, they're not saying. There's, have you seen the surveillance video? A guy, a, a car pulls up and does it, and then gets back in the car and drives away. And see, here's the guy, here's the victim right here. So here's the car, and this a, a car pulls up, guy gets out, throws stuff in. Another car pulls up, and he gets out and jumps. See how he gets in the other car and pulls away. And then this guy gets out and he's just staggering with his hands on his face. Wow. See. So literally a random <laughs> drive-by aciding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is uh, one hell of a way to go if you're a bowling alley owner. A 65-year-old uh, guy, owner of the Fremont Lanes in Florence, Colorado, died after being sucked into his pin-setting machine. What? Yeah, he. Uh, I guess it happened Sunday morning. Police got a call. By the time they got to him, he was already dead. They're saying it was a freak accident. And here's what I don't want to hear from his friends. He would have wanted to go this way. Nah, no, nah, no, no. He uh-uh. died doing what he loves. You know, <laughs> at, is, at his at his uh, at his working. alley or whatever you call him. Can I can I tell you something that's terrible? What I thought of, and, and this would be like on some sort of comedy horror movie, that this happens, and and the head pin is just his arm, <laughs> or all of his body parts. Yeah, like his legs are you know like seven and ten set, is his legs. Like oh, yeah. his this, body is too, parts. this is too soon. I feel bad for participating in this one. Then step out. Like they just set his body parts. So how does one? I don't know exactly how those machines work, other than the small, you know, pin head size grabber 
grabbing it. So how, there's a, there's dude? Back in the back, there thing. is a yeah. There's, there's a spinny thing, and it all filters into there. No, 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 no. So you know, if you knock down pins, that this thing sweeps the thing. The pens into a sorter. Yeah, there's the sweeper. It's and it sweeps sweeps it into a sorter, and the sorter's got to get the pens straight up. Yeah, it's there's a thing that spins around and it carries it up and then drops it in. Oh, and, like uh, look, like look at this. I mean, you could easily get sucked. Oh, in thank here. you. I've, this is wonderful. I've, is this a, how it's made or something? I've never seen behind behind this. You've never seen behind and that, it? And, and no, we, I don't we, think we, so. We got a, uh, a a video on the screen here. How yeah. how a bowling pen setter works. Well, so. Uh, again, that looks like a fairly newer that one. That looks fancy, by I'm the way. That yeah. looks like a fairly modern one. I'm going to ask again, how does one get sucked into that? Well, something gets, my machine. thought is, on a newer one here, something gets jammed here, he goes oh, in I'm to reach head. it, and then he goes in here to reach it, and then all of a sudden, rap, see ya, you're gone. And it just crushes I, I, you? I, I, that's a newer one. I, okay. I'm sure Let's this see. guy had an old school one. And he's six, he was 65 years old. Oh, okay. Wow, what a bummer. Here's another horrible story. A 29-year-old guy from New Jersey died after contracting a brain-eating amoeba while he was at a wave pool at a resort in Texas. And doctors diagnosed the poor guy with, uh, it's called Negleria phalari. Negleria phalari. After he went to this, this surf resort in Waco, Texas. And the infection usually happens in warm, fresh water. And he noticed, and this was a couple days after he got home, he noticed something was wrong and he was mowing his lawn. And he had a crushing headache. Forced him to kind of like lay down. The next morning, the sharp pain hadn't gone away. His mom called 911, dead two days later. Oh, wow. cow. And the park is closed pending a, uh, a CDC investigation. So he's the only one that, that has any sort of symptoms like this. Yeah. It was a brain-eating amoeba. Dead. Wow, that's scary. Uh, there is a church in Australia taking some heat after implementing a, quote, tap-and-go collection plate. The church has gone modern, guys. No way. It's like an iPad that they just pass well, by. Well, it's, like, it's almost like what you see at McDonald's or, I think, uh, Walgreens. Yeah, I think this is a great idea, by the you, way. You, so if you have a chip-enabled credit card, you kind of tap, tap the card onto whatever plate it is, and it's whatever it deducted from your account. That's brilliant. Also, I mean, if you have like Apple Pay, you could do that with your phone too. That's brilliant. Why, you have, and easier to track. Why do people care. Well, and and here's what it is. And the Roman Catholic uh, Cathedral in Sydney posted on their Facebook page, "Quote: Multiple payments of ten bucks can be made by tapping your card once, with several seconds in between each transaction. So you tap once, ten dollars. Tap another time, you know, another ten dollars. Why are people pissed? It's the it's the minimum." Donation of ten dollars. Uh, okay. So have a one on ya. One person wrote, "If he had made it a two dollar minimum, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation." Then don't use it. I mean, it yeah, depends. If you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to church, I'm just going by what my folks used to do. They'd go once a week and they'd throw either a ten or a twenty right there, just in the basket. See you later. Oh, we have the envelope. My mom went oh, over. Yeah. dude, I got into I got into a screaming match at uh, with the uh, the what's the head priest guy called? Uh, the uh, head priest. The head priest. Monsignor. I don't know what it is in the Catholic, Catholic church. Yeah, the Pope? yeah, Catholic church. Uh, uh, whatever he is. The Pope. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> the Pope. Not, it didn't go that the high. Head guy, but he uh, the the, <laughs> um, the the church sends out a yearly letter of how much you donated to the church, and ours said zero point zero zero. 
partly because we don't go to church, but also when we did, we would just do what the Patricos did. You throw cash in. So, therefore, I wasn't using their pre-printed envelopes, so they had no idea how much money I gave. So, they sent a thing saying 0.00. If you have a problem with this, call us. And I called and said, I got a problem with this. And I got into a screaming match because the guy thought I wasn't donating to the church. I said, I'm not using your envelope. So how do you know? Uh, and then I refer you to the complaint department. Yeah. You got a screaming match with the church yeah. about how much money you gave? Yeah. This is an interesting insight. What is it? Tithe, tithings? There's yeah, tithing. And, and he was like, he was like, well, there's no minimum. And I said, well, then why, why are we having this discussion? Well, they were first of all, it's for tax purposes. They give you a th- uh, end of the year uh, about how much you donated, and you can turn that in for taxes because it's, it's oh yeah, it's but a write-off. For, okay, well I understand that, but for me it wouldn't matter because at the time Listen, for all these years, anyway. yeah, but I'm my saying- mother going to church and she has the envelope and she puts it in the collection plate. There was no problems, all good. Yeah, maybe he thought so. They send that out and say if you have an issue with this, you know, Call. come back to me because yeah. you, maybe you want to write off. You know, mm-hmm. uh, four thousand bucks or something that you think you donated or that you did donate in some fashion. So that's why you're going to argue that, so you can get an official account representation. Well, no, my from argument them. was more than more. He thought I was not contributing. Uh, he he thought I wasn't holding up my end of the of the contract with. Did the he church make it seem that, like that when you talked to him? No, he didn't make it seem our, like that. He said that our reverend had a change belt. Oh, okay. Thinking, thinking, with a little apron. The my, church, my, the church wound up deleting this Facebook posting, by the way. But the new collection plate seemed to be a go. Yeah, that's brilliant. Oh. It's giving people more options. You can and, and so, about somebody it. brings up a minimum. Yeah, somebody brings up a good point though. Is that uh, the company providing the service probably is is charging a fee? Oh sure. So yeah. they can't go like, hey, here's a dollar, because then the fee might be eighty five cents, and now you're donating fifteen cents. You know, so maybe five dollars. Or you do the ten, and then next week you don't donate anything. Mm. Or you do the 10, and then you just take some change from other people that have donated. There you go, Tones. Can you make change for this? uh, (laughs) Speaking of walking with Christ, I guess it's, uh, I guess I got some good news here if you you ever murder somebody. Uh, On the other hand, it's pretty bad news if you you get murdered, and pretty bad news for society in general. Where am I going with this? Mm. Well, the FBI just released their latest crime stats. And they show there's about a forty percent chance you'll uh, you'll get away uh, with it if you murder somebody. Wow, that's frightening. Yeah. They found the cops only cleared sixty one point six percent of murder cases last year, which means they either they arrested somebody or they dismissed the case because they figured out it was suicide or something else. That means thirty eight point four percent of murders last year did not lead to any arrests. Jesus, that's not a stat that makes me feel good at all. Mm-mm. I don't want to know that. Why'd you tell me that? That ruins my day. That's the news. That's not only the, the crime people are getting away with. There were, uh, let me see, there were there was no arrest in 46% of aggravated assaults, 66% of rapes, 81% of uh, larcenies, 86% of car thefts, and 86% of burglaries. Have wow. no arrests? No arrests. Have a nice day, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the way, um, how many crimes have you committed? Let's see. Over 150,000 people took place uh, or took took an online poll about, and then these are small crimes. Everybody commits. I was going to say, that's no mine. These are small crimes. And the stats are interesting. And let's see how many have you done okay. on this list. And let's be honest, okay? Because I know. I could tell if you're lying. <laughs> have you ever jaywalked? Yes. 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 90% of people say they have. 
Have you ever rolled through a stop sign? Yes. Yes. Not on purpose. Get out of here. No, uh, not, not on purpose. But ever, all of us have run, rolled, run a stop sign. Run a stop oh, my God, it was a stop sign. Uh-huh. Oh, what a bad feeling, right? And you yeah. go, oh, by a dodge, oh, dodge a bullet. Oh. <laughs> and here's the thing. Only 51% said yes, which there's no way half of us come to a complete stop every single time. No way. And and rolling through is 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 not blowing through. Rolling through is you're supposed to come to a complete stop. Mm-hmm. At a stop sign, you're supposed to come to a complete stop. All four wheels are stopped zero miles an hour. Mm. We've all done it. Maybe they thought the question was about blowing through a stop sign. I don't know. Do you ever speed? Yes. Yes. Sixty-seven percent said yes. We were we have a coworker here that blows a red light every morning. I watch him every morning. King Scott. No. Oh, somebody in this building? Yeah. So 67% said yes, they speed. So 33% of us have never broken the speed limit. I'm not buying that one either. What's light? Oh, oh this right one right here. here. The turn signal? Yeah. It, the it turn takes signal, three seconds. It takes three seconds. Nope, he yeah. he does, blows it every time. It's on, a, uh, it's on a timer. He doesn't Not care. a timer. It's on a sensor. No, he doesn't care. Really? Mm-hmm. Who? What am I going to say it? Yeah, I'm say it on the radio. Just say, well, say what it rhymes with. <laughs> no, I kind of don't know his name anyway. Okay, what? I don't know his <laughs> name. We we got our bubble here, guys. We stay we stay to ourselves. Have you ever used somebody else's uh, somebody else's Wi-Fi without their permission? Yes. Without their permission, uh, like if it wasn't password protected. Oh, yeah. like a neighbor's uh, that's that's coming. Whatever. In anybody at, a, at an airport. Whatever. Oh, yep. Probably. Have you ever used somebody else's Wi-Fi without their permission? Uh, no for me. Mm-mm. No for me. That's a no for me. 35% of us have done it. Have you ever pirated music or illegally downloaded a movie? Yes. Yes. I guess, yeah, yeah pirated music. Yes. Yeah. Just Greek fire stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. Moon? Uh, I'm sure I have, but, I mean, not to a, a point where I could tell you I remember it. Answer is yes, then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I, have I'm not, sure I did when I first started. I have not started. in a very long time. A very long time. That when you no, said, I still I use Napster. So. Listen, it affected my life so very much that I was really, you know, I mean, conscious of it. So I don't. When you say pirated music, just as simple as uh, uh, burning a CD, correct? Or not? I mean, that technically that is pirated yes. music. That's, that's what I'm going off of. Pirated music done. or illegally downloaded a movie. 78% of us have done it. Like my kids came home with DVDs that were written on it from the neighbor kids. And I was like, oh, dudes, uh might be a little young for this conversation, but I don't think we can play these in the house. It was that kind of vibe. You want the FBI busting through the windows? No, no, it wasn't. Because that'll happen. It was a moral issue. Also, 18% of us said they've used somebody else's Netflix account uh, without their knowledge. Guilty. Never done that. Have you ever done a double feature where you pay for a movie at a theater and then stay and then sneak into a second one? No. Nope. No. Oh, yeah. My high school girlfriend worked at a theater, so that's why I have a movie for free. I've never done that either. That, that is priority. I don't have that much time. So <laughs> <guilty>. <laughs> 22% of us have done it. Have you ever uh, uh, had a drink underage? Nope. Never. <laughs> no. <laughs> I a, believe Moon. That's a real no for me. <laughs> that's a yes for me. 72% yes. Have you ever been paid under the table for something? Yes. 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 You probably have, Jeff. Jeff, you have. Just say yes. I have? For what? Yeah. Jeff, yes. Yeah. Can you give me an example? 
Um, you're telling me that you've never. No, been I'm paid asking. A- I don't know. I, Why are you I'm yelling, saying, bro? Because you're Relax. you're doing this, and I don't so understand. So that's how what, I talk, man. I don't understand. He's Italian. What, but it's what not I'm a bad is, thing. No, but what I'm saying is, you're saying yes, you have. So tell me. I don't know. Educate. You've me. never tell taken me. any any type of promo gig where you've taken money that uh, no. As, you're DJ. You, you DJ. I don't think so. If, so you're, you're, if you're so sure I have, tell you, me. Also, I'm, I'm also, asking. He probably you gave it to the church. Answers, I don't think so. Also off the books. Yes. Something I, off the books. Yeah, anything off the books. He probably I, gave I, it to the church and didn't get credit for it. Yeah, so yelled that's at probably what it is, yes. <laughs> off the... I, Remember when he went to Jiggle for a year? <laughs> oh, okay. Did you give then, yeah. Uncle Sam his due? <laughs> I, I was paid by a beer guy uh, to do a remote in nothing but beer. Would that be it? Uh, kind of. I mean, yeah, did it go through the, your regular it was, paycheck? It was and- through the radio station. I did the remote, but the guy paid me in beer. Did the station know about it? Yes. Did you send some of that to Uncle Sam? <laughs> <laughs> so I, so my, my thing is this. So you have never in the history of working in radio, never once have you have used... All, never mind radio. radio. Well, I'm ta- but that's all he's done. I'm talking about his career. You said I may have been the paid in, in squirrel pelts at the very beginning. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I said paid under the table. Yeah, yeah and right. I'm not trying to be like, hey, look at me. I just don't know. But if you want me to say yes, uh, i yes. 41% of us have. Uh, have you ever asked for a water cup at a fast food place and filled it with soda? Uh-uh. Uh, I don't think so. I just usually, if I wanted a soda, I would buy the soda. Look that actually that that, that actually always bothered me <laughs> because like That's there was from a, all that money under the table that he's earned. there was a there was a Breadco right down the street from from CBC when it was down on the Clayton campus and I remember we would walk in there and they they took away all the water cups because of the kids coming in there and just oh no way. I've never were, done yeah. that before I, it always bothered me the only thing I've ever done with that along those lines is I'll ask for a water cup and I get water and on occasion I'll do a of, of lemonade, so I have lemon water. Mm. Mm. You didn't pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably, I probably, yeah. Can't believe the place didn't shut down after that. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> you know, if everybody did that. That's so funny. You feel so guilty about I do that. feel guilty. I feel terrible. And I, I'm kind of regretting even saying it. Well, you got it out there now. How freeing, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, really. How good do you feel now? <sighs> Great. And that's your news brought to you by Travers RV and Auto Auto. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. I don't know if this is a case of too rich for too long or what, but on uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim, her last name's Kardashian, said that Kanye uh, and her got into a fight over Band-Aids. Uh, he didn't like the color of the ones that uh, that they had. He got mad. Can make- she Oops, wouldn't sorry. get up and, and, and go get him more. This, this is what these people are talking about and fighting about in the real world. Okay, hang on one second. My, for some reason, my computer is not set for going on the air. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry, man. Uh, here we go. Why do people change the settings on this board? Why? And then not hook them back. I don't know. Questions need to be asked. That's for damn sure. Okay, here we go. We had a fight because I wouldn't get him a Band-Aid. I said, did you look in the proper place? There's a Band-Aid here. He didn't like that one. So we wanted another one. So there was a Band-Aid there, and I put it on him. He didn't like the color of the Band-Aid. And so we went upstairs in the kids' room, and I go, oh, look, North has Jesus Band-Aids. Put on a Jesus Band-Aid. And he was like, I've slaved around the world making clothes for you to make sure that you find the best outfit, and you let me go out wearing a... (laughs) Stop. 
That was the best conclusion to that. Out of nowhere, huh? Spoiler alert if you're recording the show. Keeping up with the Kardashians, that's not really. (laughs) Oh, boy, you might want to keep that close when this next piece of audio comes. Because also Kanye finally answered the question of, uh, this was on uh, an interview with uh, the dude from TMZ over there. Uh, why he didn't release his album over the weekend, uh, as promised. The short answer is he didn't finish it, and he's going to Africa to wrap it up. But listen to this, and let's see how far you can get into it. I didn't finish it. Uh, free, uh, a person uh, from my management staff, from our management staff, had suggested because the album is so good. It's my, you know... I've, I've started incorporating like sounds that you've never heard before and pushing and, and having like, you know, concepts that people don't, you know, talk about. We have, we have concepts talking about, you know, body shaming uh-huh. and, you know, women being looked down upon for uh-huh. how many people that they slept with. And, um, you know, it's... Uh-huh. Um, it's just a full uh-huh. yay album. And those five albums that I dropped earlier were like superhero rehabilitation, you know? Uh-huh. And now the alien yay is like fully uh-huh. back in mode, off of medication. Are you? You know, working out, breathing as much fresh air as possible, thinking, doing. Dude, you lasted like a minute and ten <laughs> seconds longer than I would have. You know how people say that after you're married for a long time, you you look like each other? After you're married for a long time, when you get tased, you sound a lot like each other uh-huh. as well. Weird, what are right? you talking about? Oh, my gosh. And that thing went on for how long was that thing? Two, Two minutes, minutes and 30 seconds. And he never really, other than, I mean, it was ridiculous. So, anyway, uh, Justin Bieber, uh, Haley Baldwin are actually married, you guys. Uh, yeah. Congrats, guys. Seriously, congrats. They did actually get married at the courthouse instead of just getting a license. As far as a prenup, yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, uh, really? Huh? I read they contacted lawyers the same day that they got married. And obviously, a prenup wasn't arranged that fast. So, as of right now, no prenup. But they are going to do a post-nup. And a post-nup is the same thing as a prenup, only it's after the wedding. So, wait a minute. So, they're doing a prenup after the wedding? Yeah, it's called a post-nup because it's after the wedding. What? Why? Because it's post-wedding, so it's post-nup. Pretty crazy, right? Why wouldn't they do this before? Uh, Because they were just so in love, damn it. You don't want to spoil the romance. No. Right? He says they don't need it because they are so in love. There's no reason for it. I found a reason. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of green reasons. quarter of a million of them. (laughs) I'm sorry, quarter of a billion of them. He's worth $250 million, and she is worth $2 million. Hmm. Uh, Their first kid's going to be called Anchor. Mm. Uh, Hey, Tones, will you go to rapchat.me real fast? Rapchat.me? Yep. Yeah, I'm there. Now give your do your uh, rap name. This is a rap name uh, generator thingy, right? Rap name generator. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it. can you do it for you, real Enter fast? Enter your first name below and type go. Go. What's your rap name? Tony Bars. Tony Bars. I right, put mine in. Okay. Do my my real name. It's a Lord Farfarnente. Yep. I typed in Scott Esquire. Yo, I'm Moon the Architect. I typed in Scott, and you are. Okay, that that says Tony Slime. That's not right. Why can't I be Tony Slime? What's wrong with him? <laughs> Tony Slime, man. Uh, Scott, that's your name. Scott the Ill Figure. Ooh, Ooh. what's up? Yeah. Or do you want to try again? You're just illing. 
Put risen. Okay. Let's go here and do this. And my new this. name is. Yep. It's loading. Is, is it is it is. It is Rizbars. Rizbars. Yes. Yeah. Oh this. no, this is even better. I hit it again. Since I'm Tony Bars, you couldn't be Rizbars. I hit it and you're young Riz Pellegrino. Oh, oh nice. nice. That's your bottled water preference, isn't it? What are you, Moon? Moon the architect. So this is how Post Malone actually got his rapper name. Check it out. The name Post Malone, where did you get Post Malone? Is it I was like 14 and I and I had started like getting into like producing and like you know rapping and singing over my own stuff and then um i needed a name so i ran that through a um a random rap name generator and um <laughs> and the rest, on. yeah and then the I, rest and I'm is stuck history with it. isn't that funny that's how childish gambino got his name yep that's the way all that the big stories already been do. done brah and uh, mr malone Get your own story, brah. Yeah. Mr. Malone over there said it is actually true where he celebrates all of his milestones. Can anybody guess when he goes platinum or gold or whatever, guess what he does? Probably goes for a nice juicy steak. Damn, you're a hell of a lot closer than you think. I heard that you celebrate every milestone mm. at the Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Every, every, <laughs> you know, from, you know, going platinum to, uh, Going undefeated 20 and 0 in beer pong that night. We stay up till 1 p.m. and head Olive Garden and, you know, celebrate life. You know? <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Olive Garden, really? I've, I gotta be, I've never been to the Olive Garden. Oh, man. We're gonna go tonight. We're gonna go tonight and we're gonna get it on. We're gonna get in trouble get tonight. On. You wanna go You wanna go to the Olive Garden? Let's with get it on. <laughs> After the show, you wanna go to the Olive Garden? Hell yeah. <laughs> Where's he from? Post Malone? Yeah. I have no idea. I can look it up for you, sir. Post Malone. And guess what? After the show, guess what they did? They yeah. went to a bar and got hammered and drank. Yeah. There's video out on the internet of it. At the oh, two they of did them. not go oh, to the Olive Garden? No, they, they got hammered, and they were doing basically karaoke at, at some Irish he bar. Went, he was, he's uh, born and raised in Syracuse, New York. Uh, all right, what comedian am I talking about here? I'm going to give uh, their credentials. You tell me who this is. Uh, over five decades in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than 130 times on The Tonight Show. 14 HBO specials, 20, 23 solo albums, five Grammys, although I spelt it Gammys, mm-hmm. uh, one Supreme Court case that would help outline the extent the government regulates speech on broadcast TV and radio. Easy. Died in 08 at the age of 71, the same year he got the Kennedy Center's Mark Twain Yarch. Prize Dane, for Dane American Humor. Dane Cook. Dane Cook. David Allen Cook. Greer. Anybody else with a real guess? Yarge. Yarge George Carlin. Carlin. Nope. George Carlin. <laughs> and they're doing a biofilm on the guy, which is really kind of cool. Uh, one of the guys writing it is uh, the guy behind Moneyball, full help from Carlin's estate, which is really badass. Not sure the format yet, whether it's going to be like a documentary thing or an actor playing George Carlin, whatever. And I don't know where it's going to be, theater, TV, or streaming just yet. So mm-hmm. kind of cool. Another one for you. I'm going to name the actors until you guess what movie I'm talking about. Jeffrey Jones. Gina Davis. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, I was going to say Catherine O'Hara, Alec Baldwin. We already got it. Beetlejuice. So there has been much talk about Beetlejuice, too, ladies and gentlemen. No word on that. But Beetlejuice is headed back to theater to celebrate 30 years. Newly remastered as well. October, the film stage productions going to Broadway, too, uh, which is I think is pretty exciting. And then it's going to go overseas, which is pretty fantastic. It's kind of a perfect movie. Beetlejuice? It's kind of perfect. I watched it last. What do they need to make another one for? I haven't seen it, 
since money. I was a little kid, and when I was a little kid, I hated it. Aside from the money thing, I love that movie it's so much. incredible once you start watching it again, too. I watched it, I don't know, six it months ago. It holds up as an adult. In fact, maybe it, really it even gets better. It does as a get kid, better. I hated it, so I, would, I don't... It does get better. I would hate for them to redo it and then the special effects be too much. You know what I mean? Like, when he pops his head out from underneath the... The AstroTurf or whatever it was. Yeah, right, you know right. what I mean? I don't want that to be too special effecty. I'd rather it be like that so it's still kind of campy. Yeah. Well, the, the very first scene when it's when it's the, the music starts off, you know, the mm-hmm. Elfman music starts, and it's going through the model. I do. When I watched it again, I, I swear I smelled the 80s. I mean, I mm. smelled my bedroom again. I mean, it's it's one of those flooding yeah, memory there, there movies. Yeah, there could be more things you pick up now watching it as an adult that you wouldn't get as a kid. Yeah. I remember he says, nice effing model. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. There was the F word in that, too. Uh, Alex Trebek moderated the Pennsylvania governor's debate the other day. Yes. Hello, governor. Alex Trebek brings trivia with him wherever he goes, and they don't actually say the answer to this. I hope you guys get it. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. This year, shortly after the Super Bowl, uh, you got a pretty positive reaction from the audience when you uttered the words, fly, eagles, fly. And that started me thinking. So please, sir, tell me the name of the starting defensive lineman for the Eagles who has won two consecutive Super Bowls, each one with a different team. And I guess you're going to want me to put that in the form of a question. Right now, right now, there are people in this room who are sick. (laughs) (laughs) Any idea who it might be? St. Louis Connection. Hey, you know know what I may know? Our buddy Chris Kerber's here. Hey! Fellas, how are you? Chris Kerber's here. Look, we have a right there to my right. There he is. I'm looking at him. Radio's own. I know. St. Louis Treasure. St. Louis Treasure. I'm not sure about windows in the studio, fellas. You get a glare off my head. (laughs) What do you think of this? What do you think of the new digs here? I think it's fantastic. It's good for you. This is so nice in here. We get to see the sun, and it's bright and cheery. You guys are spread out. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not on top of each other. Mm-hmm. If we, if you would have come in to the old studio, we'd have to what? Put a lubricant. Anyway, yeah, and, and he'd have to be on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> Those two things <laughs> That's combined happening later. can be fun. Uh-huh. That's happening so, later. Do you know the answer to the question? Who won back-to-back Super Bowls? Two different teams. I know. Who won back-to-back Super, Super Bowls? Bowls a def- he's a defensive lineman. Come on. And he's on. Oh, I have no and he, idea. And he has a St. Louis connection. St. Louis say, this, connection. This was no the idea. Rams and then the uh, no, no. Patriots and then the Eagles. Patriots and the Eagles. Oh, Chris Long. Yes. Chris Long. There you go. Yeah. Chris I did not know that. Back, you know what? Okay. You, you, you know, I'm going to tell you. You know what I was actually thinking? I'll, 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 he just flipped my, you off with his eyes. My algorithmic mind was thinking back-to-back Super Bowls with two different teams and going, who the hell won four Super Bowls in a row? You know what you think? When you hear a question like that, you don't think modern. You, you never think modern no, times. Yeah. You always think. Who in the 80s or 70s won? Right, yeah. You never think of a modern guy. No. Uh, and finally, Hired's 2018 survey put what tech company as the top place for tech people to want to go to work? What tech company? Yes. Uh, so like Apple. you're saying like Apple. Right, like an Apple, something like that. And it's not. It is not Apple? It is not Apple. So what tech company is Google. the best company to Apple work came in second. Or I'm sorry, sixth. Sorry. Google came in second. Well, now Ford Motors is calling themselves a tech company. Is it Ford? No, but you know what? It may be a little... It's Netflix. Oh. Netflix is the number one place for tech people to go. Google's number two. Uh, Tesla, Elon Elon Musk's is number three. SpaceX is number four. Airbnb is five uh, uh, ahead of Apple, believe it or not. Chris, you ever stayed in Airbnb? I have, actually. What Stated you, uh, thoughts. 
You know what? It worked out great. We stayed. Uh, we ended up with a three-bedroom apartment in Tribeca, up in New York. Oh, Damn. nice. Yeah, we had uh, myself, our our kids, and then uh, another family came up with us, and it worked out fantastic. Yeah, you had to pull the trigger. Because... But you, when you do it in for a place like New York, though, you've got to watch it. You got to be real careful because what you do is you go on and you'll say, "Okay, I want this area." And you're looking at it, and there is so much. There, there's so much scam. Yeah, garbage. Oh, yeah. Complete garbage. Like, okay, yeah, this looks good. Next, I mean, no kidding. It was like, oh, no, 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 that's in Harlem. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. not where we're, you know, down. We were trying to stay down kind of in that uh, that, that financial district mm-hmm. area. And and it, it took actually a couple weeks. And I mean, then you're worried that it go through, but it, it worked yeah, out we well went, for we us. We went on a trip and we're going to stay in the Airbnb. And I was looking at this house and I'm like, Man, it's somebody else's sheets. And it's just such the unknown, too, It's like right? somebody's house. I don't want to say it's somebody's house. See, I think I could do it, but I can't do how some people do, and I think, Moon, you actually did this, where you stay in their house, and they're there, too. Yeah, that's weird. Remember, you didn't know. you do that? In San Francisco, you said the guy was like, the guy said that he would make breakfast. Um, well, that's how you end up in handcuffs. That. I think we've done that once. The San Francisco <laughs> that was just one more was, of a breaking and entering. The <laughs> San Francisco yeah. one was a different thing because he showed up to uh, make breakfast for us, but there were other people oh. in the other bedroom. Yeah. Oh, nope. My gosh. There was, a, there was a mom and her daughter in one bedroom, and then me and my lady in another bedroom, and then he showed up to make breakfast the now, next Now, day. I've done VRBO out on Cape Cod three times, and it has been Amazing, fantastic. See, I won't touch a remote control in a hotel room. How do you even climb into the bed then? Well, the beds get washed. Remote control doesn't get washed. You you think the beds get washed? Well, I mean, some parts of it. Not that. First of all, you always take the comforter off. Yeah, yeah. Comforter and duvet in the corner. And I won't walk around a hotel room barefoot either. (laughs) Oh, I don't blame you. So you, you essentially, I mean, and we talk about this all the time, but you essentially do not enjoy hotel rooms. There's no uh, way that you well, have all these things. Put, you wear a body condom. I put rollerblades on. <laughs> <laughs> well, the remote, we do have a... a, a Which a, is tough with the body condom. We well, have it, a system. It, w- wasn't it uh, Leslie Nielsen? Yeah. And naked uh, gun. Naked gun <laughs> yeah. I will take a, 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 a plastic baggie and use the remote control through the plastic yeah, bag. Yeah, you take you take the ice bag, you know, out of the out of the little ice bucket, and that that's the remote condom. Do you do condom. this, too? Yeah, yeah, for sure. On for the remote the, control? Oh, yeah, have for a decade. Chris, think Whoa. about what happens Guys, wouldn't it be easier rooms? just to bring some Clorox wipes? I do that, too. Okay. But you can't be too safe. Yeah. No, the bag He uses them perfect. all on the toilet, so there's none left. Post-coitus, I mean, you want to watch TV. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and hands are being washed all I the time. so looking up. Did anybody know what that word was before Big Bang Theory? Coitus? Yeah. Coitus, coitus. I see, I don't watch a Big Bang Theory, so... Really? Yeah. So he's just got a big brain. Nobody used the word before that. Yeah, oh, go. it's post that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh Your crappy birthdays. Uh, he was in town yesterday. Sting turned 67. Uh, Paul Tuttle Jr., American Chopper, 44. Efren Ramirez, it's Pedro Napoleon Dynamite. He's 45. Uh, Kelly Ripa is 48. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He at one point drove his Chevy to the levee, but the levee... It was dry. Don McLean is 30, or 73 years 30 ago. 30-something, huh? 30, 73. He was 30, 40 years ago. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's. he's had some domestic violence issues, by the way. Has he really? Oh, Didn't he Don just, McLean? like, last year yeah. or the year before, sell the original lyrics, like the lyric sheet? Yeah. Uh, today's porno birthday brought to you by Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet is Vanilla Sky. Today's birthday girl has been nailed more than all of the decks from Chesterfield Fence and Deck in 195 fine films, including Mad at Daddy, Volume 1, <laughs> Girth, Wind, and Fire, oh my God. Passion of the Ass, Volume 4, Small Sluts, Nice Butts, and who can forget Why her... Why is un- Kerber leaving right now? <laughs> <laughs> who can forget her unforgettable role in... Seriously, you better not tell my dad about this. Oh, my God. 
Vanilla Sky, 33 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, so after the break, we'll talk to Chris Kerber about some blues hockey. I mean, what, the season starts on uh, on Thursday? We got two that? days here, guys. We got two days. Plus, uh, we'll find out who's getting shot with the airsoft gun for the ratio pickup challenge. In, is sh- it- in a shocking turn of events, it's Kerber, actually. <laughs> is it going to be me or is it going to be King Scott? We'll see. We'll find out next. back our phone number 314 6 walker 314 6 walker cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash riz on the socials at r-i-z-z show your emails riz show at 1057thepoint.com it's great to have chris kerber in the studio yeah. radio play-by-play guy for the st louis blues well i'm excited season oh, starts too. on thursday and it starts in a hurry you get winnipeg you get chicago uh-huh i mean it it, it it gets right at it. How's it working with uh, Joe Vitale? It, it's, he's been fantastic. It, it's been awesome. Uh, you, you know, you go through a hiring process and you, you try to replace a guy who is irreplaceable yeah. in, in so many ways, mm-hmm. like like Kelly Chase. And you, you, there's so many factors that, that that come into mind, like, you know, someone that, that, that might have a similar style. Is that, is that fair, you know, to the next guy? All, all these mm-hmm. different things. And um, I ended up... You know, the story is uh, you had a whole bunch of guys that obviously were interested in it, and and I just felt this is the first time in 18 years that the color position for the St. Louis Blues, the analyst position, had opened up. So you and Kelly had worked together for 18 years? Yeah, we, 18 we, yeah we put together in 2000. Okay, wow, so 18 man. seasons together. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a brotherhood. It's a bond. Oh, yeah. Guys. You, see the, you see the people you travel with more than re- you see your family, really, and, during it. On the radio together, and, and with these guys, we've been together for how long? Five years? Six years? Uh, five year, five years five. in April, yeah. yeah. Uh, almost unconsciously, we kind of riff off each other right. and don't, don't step on each other. Now you have a whole new ball of wax here. How do you find the person? Uh, you just go into it. And, and the thing is, is you, don't, you can't have Joey be anybody but Joey. And that's it. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't be me. I mean, I, I can't be Dan Kelly. I can't be John Kelly. I can't be, you know, any other broadcaster you can't expect somebody outside to be Kelly of Chase. my own stuff. And, and I can't, you can't expect anybody to be Kelly Chase. Uh, so he's got a great sense of humor. Um, he's, he's got a terrific work ethic. He really wants to do it uh, and, and be successful. I mean, he has conversations with Joe Micheletti and, and other guys that have done it on what they do. To, I mean, it's, it, it, and so we've done, Two games over the air, five, uh, you know, four games. I think we did just, you know, the web broadcast through the app and stuff in the preseason, and uh, he's settling in great. Oh, great! Uh, it, it's it's going to be terrific. You guys I, do I've practice watched shows. It, I've watched a couple of the streams, and you can tell. I think it was two of them. You said, yeah, from the first one to the second one, it's leaps and bounds already. Um, you guys, oh, you guys great. have already matched big. Time, you guys yeah. do practice shows? Uh, well, we did actually. Dur- did dur- yeah, we did. So you know, he had never done this before. And so the the tryout and about six different people did this too. We went upstairs to the control room that that you know Patrico knows real well, and we put a, a game on the first period of the game against uh, Minnesota. I think it was right after Thanksgiving last year, and we called that period. Wow, that's and that cool. that was sort of the tryout, and then um, then there a bit of a selection process. Once he got the job, about. Oh, a week and a half before camp, we went up to that control room and did a game a day. So we we did like six 
you know, games awesome. leading oh, wow. up to it. I, I, I would just I would just to just get think, him used to it. Ah, just get yeah. out, get out there, guys. And, and Let's see what you got. It's not like he doesn't know hockey. He played pro hockey. Oh yeah, I yeah. mean, shoot. and and I yeah. believe, uh, despite the fact that he went to CBC, good hockey player. Right. Great no. hockey player, hell and of a, a fine program. gentleman, hell of a hockey program at CBC. Yeah, I had to get over that too, but uh, <laughs> hey. but, but I looked, but I looked right past it, and uh, and he did. You know, he what what I really liked about him first, fantastic, fantastic guy, great family. And I had somebody even yesterday that that came up to me and, and was just talking about his family. You know, and and that 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 to me is huge. Uh, you know, because I'm I'm family first in every mm-hmm. way, and 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 so. But then you get him on the air and you see what's going on. Well, here's a here's a guy from St. Louis, you know, went the 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 route of going to college, played four years at Northeastern, gets drafted by the Pittsburgh Penguins, goes through the minors, plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, plays for the Coyotes, had his career, uh, you know, ended, you know, unfortunately with a fight, you know, that broke his orbital bone and then he suffered concussion symptoms for for just over a year. Oh, I didn't know that was the cause. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that fight. Is there yeah. a video? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it doesn't look as bad as you would think, but, I mean, he takes one – I mean, takes takes a punch right oh, to the yeah. eye. But but he – so so he does and, – and he does a, a great job with it. Plus, he can – you know the other thing is he can he'll really relate to to a lot of the the, the kids coming up that have grown up watching today's game mm-hmm. you know yeah. versus the game of yesteryear so uh, it, it's it's been a great start. Well, also to have a Blues fan from a kid from being a kid mm-hmm. call Blues games that's amazing. Well, this was not a factor, but we were uh, yeah. You could see Kevin Miller with the with the Boston Bruins oh, kind of oh, caught him right rights. there. And, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure the visor didn't help either, right? No, that thing came down. But that, listen, he had to he had to push, scrap, fight, and the work ethic for him just to get to the National Hockey League, much less playing it for six years. Well, he takes about three or four rights. Oh, yeah, boy. but still brings it. That's what I love about it. Yeah, so it already happened. There. The injury already happened, but he was still just just swinging. Broke his orbital bone. Oh yeah, oh. and you could tell right there. You as soon as it's over, you could tell he's like, I am hurt. Oh, you see I, that swell up uh, immediately. Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so soft. We, we've got a, uh, but we, we've got a, we've got a broadcast team now, and th- this was not a factor; it just happened to be where where both of us are from, St. Louis. And yeah. so, if you think about it, you know the the, the you know the the play by play and the color guy are both grew up Blues fans from St. Louis. Well, that's it's, awesome. it's, it's a neat little twist. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. Real you cool. think you have it easier? Dan McLaughlin's got it easier. Oh, I do. <laughs> you think so? Oh, without a doubt. I don't know. Man, you think so? Absolutely. I, are you talking about as far as how hard it is? We, to, if Danny sneezes sport, sideways, Cardinal some, fans are listen, on him. We like have, yeah. we have some great play by play guys in this in this city. And 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 color commentators in this city. And uh, listen, Danny Mac is a great broadcaster. He does what he does. But I think calling a hockey game is a lot tougher than calling See, a baseball game. See, I, I would I and 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 in talking to some people that have done hockey games compared to baseball. In baseball, there's a lot of time. In hockey, it's go 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 go. It's not here. So I've done baseball too. Okay. And by the way, you crushed it. Thank you very much. Thank you. They. It's not that. It's the time to fill. The hard part about baseball, honestly, it's the pacing of keeping somebody into the game because of the break. So it's it's not just it's not how you feel. Filling time is easy. I mean, I mean, in radio, we we kill air every day, right? Yeah. I mean, but. I you try know. to think I kill it with good things. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. four hours a day, five days a week. Thank you very much. But 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 the reality of it, it's it's how you feel. It, it really just comes down to pacing, and you know, you just learn in hockey. Just don't say so much. 
Yeah. Actually, so listen, there's that side booth that's up there. Come up. Four of you come up, practice some play-by-play, and put it on the air. Let's yeah. do it. You don't want You that. should do it. I think Joe oh, Buck kind of, kind of proved our point. Was it last year or two years ago? Didn't Joe Buck get in get in the booth with Joe, John Joe Kelly? Buck, Joe Buck can do hockey. Ooh, you think? Joe Buck could. I mean, Joe Buck could call you cutting your grass, and it would be great. I would I mean, like yeah. to see that happen because I don't cut the grass. <laughs> uh, no, but I think he jumped on it. Maybe it was a national broadcaster. No, he jumped John, on with a couple years ago. With John jumped Kelly? on, jumped okay. on with John Kelly, and yeah. I'm sure if he did it twice, but the first time it wasn't so great. Well, you know, Jack called the first year of Blues Hockey. I did know that. Oh, I he was did. there yeah. for it. Yes, he did. Huh? Fifty years ago, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you were Jeff. I was. I just okay. didn't get a ticket. That's all. Technically, you were. All right. Yeah. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the team. Uh, this season, uh, Doug Armstrong, I, I believe, got some pretty good grades as far as the moves he made during the off season. Yep. Uh, it, it was so funny that day of that the deadline, the deadline for moves. A lot, I was watching, you know, watching Twitter and watching a lot of these Blues mm-hmm. fans. I mean, gnashing their teeth, going, "What the hell's going on here? I guess we're going to lose again." And then all of a sudden, boom, we get O'Reilly, and then the moves start getting made. Well, so they had the. He was working on that O'Reilly deal for quite a while prior to that, and it looks like it had started to fall through. Well, on the day of free agency, he was able to sign Tyler Bozak, and when yep. you're able to sign Bozak, that really made Sabotka and Berglund, who played center, expendable, and he was able to put a couple more pieces together with Buffalo to make that happen. So after signing Bozak and and then, of course, you know, getting David Perron back in the fold mm-hmm. and having that depth at wing again – he looked at some of his options, and he said, we have some more options. He called up Botterill in, in, in Buffalo and, and made that deal happen. And, you know, and then, and honestly, guys, because of that, that's where a lot of people are going to focus. After watching the preseason, those, the depth at center is going to be big. O'Reilly was the big centerpiece. Uh, you can't overlook the, the signing of Pat Maroon and what happened then a right. few weeks later and, and how and other teams didn't grab a hold of him. And, frankly, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm – pretty confident he actually turned down a deal with that it had more money on it to come back home and play in st louis that uh i'm watching him in the preseason and there's an element now that this team hasn't had for a while first off a body they can't move in front of the net but secondly you know somebody looks at tarasenko cross-eyed with pat on the ice and there might be a price to pay so Uh that that's with the right guy he scored 20 plus goals well yeah that's the thing i mean he this is a guy that can score goals Mm -hmm. he's a you know, and, and play that role in that big body that, you know, running into Klingberg in that last preseason game against Dallas that we saw. I mean, it's a huge element that it's it's going to be exciting. What's the silliest rumor you heard about a move that was going to be made this summer? That I mean, it was so wild. Or what was something that was rumor that was actually true and that was close to happening? Uh, I heard Tavares okay. may have been coming to town. That so was the thing. no, the the rumors are about Tavares. So the Blues are definitely interested in him, but Tavares didn't even give the Blues a chance to pitch a pitch to him. Mm-hmm. So, so that that I wasn't it. The the I don't know if there were some rumors. Sometimes there are there, where there's smoke, there's fire. I was getting nervous when you start hearing Colton Pareko's name get thrown around. That, that's the one that, that I just I I'm just not up. ready. I'm just not ready. I wasn't ready to to let that go. That's the one I pulled up. Right. That's Maple what I, I saw that everywhere. Pareko, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and, and I don't. Okay, now why do people? I gotta ask you this. 
Okay, people put an N in his name all the time. I said Branko. Branko. Did yeah. you? I thought you, you said you Branko. Said you threw an N in, in there. Did, did you I? throw an N yeah. in there? You don't tell me what I said. Go back to the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I don't mean tape. to. I'm not jumping on you. I'm just, but that happens all the time. And I, it's you, a, know. you know what? They do it with they my do. name a lot too. Patrinko. I hear that a lot all the time. Really? Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's that A's and those O's. That's interesting. You throw them together and an N comes out. That's the one I didn't want to, didn't, didn't want to see anything happen to because he, he just finished his third year. He's yeah. going into his fourth year, and this is the real pivotal bit. I was talking to Larry Robinson about this, and you know, this guy won six Stanley Cups, you know, and, and he said, "Well, he, he's got to get he's got to get a little nastier." And the funny thing was, that's what people were saying about Larry Robinson mm. early in his career, um, and that came directly from Larry that people were saying that. So um, I, I just I'm glad they didn't make that move because I still think the upside of him is still tremendous. You know, I- I think I think Moon and I were actually down watching a practice once when uh, Pareko first started. Yeah. And you don't realize how big the guy is, and especially on skates, until you're standing right next to the boards mm-hmm. and you see how big and menacing he is. Do people just want him to just throw down? Is that what they're looking no, for? No, you can't. You can't be that way. Chris Pronger just had a natural aggression, you know, that that made him what he they was. They want him to be angry? It, no, you just have to be a little harder to play against. And we've seen it in this preseason. We've seen a couple of cross-checks on guys' arms if they're messing around in front of the net. Things along those kind of lines that make a big difference. So mm-hmm. I, that just just a little bit more of an edge because people don't like to come into a big body anyway. And how yeah. about just slap shots from the guy? Yeah. I would put in this contract, if you do a wrist shot, I take $100. That's, yeah. Every slap shot, if it hits the goal or not, I'll give you $200. Yeah, the old major league, <laughs> every time you hit a ball in the air, you're going to give me 20 push-ups. Right. Yes. Yeah. And we knew this was going to happen. We, we lost our buddy uh, Carter Hutton, yeah. you know, to the Sabres, and, and I'm very happy for him to get that, you know, he's now with It's a great deal with, for him. Sabres Holy smokes. And, you know, he deserves to be a starter. What did Jake Allen do in the offseason to get himself ready mentally, not just physically, for this season? He said he actually changed up his routine a little bit. You know, these guys get into such a good routine. Okay, here's what I'm going to start working on. Here's what I'm going to start skating. Here's how I'm going to do things. While he didn't go into, won't go into too many, you know, detail specifics, he changed up some of the mental approach. He changed up some of the workout approach, and, and, and he took a different approach. This is a guy that's now going into his third year as the number one goalie. And I think there's that learning curve that's come with that of what do I need to do to actually help myself mentally and, and physically mm-hmm. to go through. And the mental part is huge right now, not just for Jake, but for everybody in this league. And you're starting off, you miss the playoffs by one point. Game one matters. Sure. And, and, yeah. the, and the comp- there's going to be a team or two in the Western Conference that are going to miss the playoffs that you would say – would have a chance at competing for a Stanley Cup. Wow. I really do believe really? that. That's, that's how tight, huh? that's how tough the, the Western Conference remains. Mm. So I mean? so I think for Jake it was really just an all around approach. You know what's been? It, it's really been since Grant Fear that the St. Louis Blues have had a guy come into the league three straight years known as that number one starter. Huh? You think he's still? You think he's still our goalie midseason? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. Yep, Jake. Well, it was the past two years that there's been some issues, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, come, yeah because uh, if our January. offense was scoring goals last year, if if, if things really didn't, the, the head of our snake was not Tarasenko last year; it was Jaden Schwartz. Uh-huh. And when he when he went down in that game in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena, that 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 that's when the offense went dry. The second half of the season, your goals against was right where it was in the first half of the season, but your goals for dropped. 
you know, a little bit. So yes, don't get. I'm not. Ta- I'm not then, deflecting then they, from Jake. Jake had two had Jake bad Allen stretches, and not and Carter Hutton wouldn't have had a shot. Well, Jake had two bad stretches, and it would that stretch would have looked a hell of a lot worse if it were not for Carter Hutton. There's no doubt that there's pressure on Jake, and there's no doubt that he's got to own that, and he does. You know, but I think a more consistent offense is going to take a little pressure mm-hmm. off the guys on the back end. Yeah, and nobody likes pressure. On what the about back the moves end. made yesterday? There was a couple guys put sent to waivers: Thorburn and uh, yeah, Yashkin. Yashkin. Yeah, the the Yashkin one. Eventually, if if Thomas and Cairo and these guys were going to make the team, you were going to have to have some uh, some moves happen. So, um, the, neither one surprises me. And but but I will tell you that. I hope for Chris Thorburn's sake. I, I really hope somebody picks him up, or something happens like after the trade deadline. I thought he was a great character. Year. I like mm-hmm. when we lose great characters. Yeah, he's just a great guy. He's a great guy for the room. He's a terrific teammate, and uh-huh. and, and you need that. So you know, and, and Dimitri Ashkin, he's he had plenty of chances here. Uh, real nice guy. I, I grew to really enjoy enjoy him. Uh, you know, but somebody's gonna. I think we'll take a flyer on Dimitri Ashkin as well, but. You've got some young talent coming in that I think will help the team better. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Take out the St. Louis Blues, or or leave them in there if you want. Who's the, what's the Stanley Cup final? Your well, your how best am I supposed guess. to answer that? Your best guess. A... I mean, you have you to like say questions Blues like is that. One of them. I mean, don't I mean, you have to? Well, yeah, yeah, that's why I said question. take them out. That's why I said if let's, I, say, take let's out, say for some off. reason you can't take. Remember, he said he's gonna. I'm gonna ask Kerber this really horrible question and make him look bad. I didn't think you were really gonna do it. Your questions have been home runs. He did the same thing to McLaughlin when he was in here. Um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know what? In in the East, let's go. Uh, in the East, I'll go Tampa. And if I take the St. Louis Blues out in the West, I'll go Nashville. You heard it here. Yeah. Chris Kerber hates Chris the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Western, quote, do they Western have a chance? Conference, no, Western Conference said. Finals, Nashville Blues. That would be one hell of a Western Oh, you're Western getting us to the final. Western Conference Finals of at course, least. That's yeah. good. Well, he's got us making the playoffs. You brought up that both of our radio announcers are from St. Louis. What will happen if this city has a Stanley Cup parade. We've all said we, we cannot be Car responsible fires. for what we do. As an announcer who's from St. Louis, my gosh. I tell you what, I, I what I think you should definitely keep an eye on, though, is if you if you as this season goes on, you're going, oh, yeah, this team's really good. Oh, yeah, there's a real chance. I might think mm-hmm. of investing in a tattoo parlor. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know? Not a bad idea. Yeah. There, there, there will be there will be a lot of Stanley Cup tattoos. Yeah, and well, they will, they will be year. put on body parts. I'm not say. sure you should have Re- a Stanley yeah, remember. Cup tattoo. Remember, remember that one year that guy got the Stanley yeah. Cup tattoo uh, before the Blues won oh, the Stanley the Blues Cup. Blues won. Yeah. Did you hear about that? I did. Oh, yeah. Gosh. You know whose fault that was? Yours? That was, was our ours, fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was his fault. Oh, it was that guy's fault. We paid for the tattoo though, which was maybe in hindsight a mistake. But, hey, King Scott, come in here. Uh, we got to shoot somebody as far as our football oh, yeah. challenge goes. Uh, your thoughts, uh, just off hockey for a second, the big uh, local story here sports-wise, and actually what national, was the story of the parents suing Ledoux. Yeah, I saw that. Did, do you know the particulars of that story? I, uh, I know what I read on it over a couple of days. Uh, you so know what, I, I got an idea. The like The kid didn't make the varsity squad. Could you so, admit? So the parents are now suing to put him on the JV squad, which he is not allowed to be on. Yeah, that's what we want to be teaching our kids. I, I mean, I that, that that kind of stuff just makes me sick. Well, my you thoughts know, are or, like like really, you're a junior. You want to play? 
You're a junior. Do you really want to be playing JV soccer anyway? Okay. Well, do you want or, to be known as the kid who's on the team only because your parents? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. You, you you've already spent the money for for a private. You've already spent the money for a private coach. Okay. It wasn't good enough to get you on the varsity team. All right. So go back to one of the the club soccer teams. Pay the freight. They'll take anybody if you pay the money, mm-hmm. right? They'll find a team for you. Get good. Then, 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 then get on there. And you know what? And instead of whining about that, hey, go go play with one of them and actually say, hey, instead of suing to get you on a team, we're going to continue this process to make you better. We got the resources. And maybe you go play Division two, Division three somewhere well, or something like that. But senior year. You can uh, still play varsity next yeah, year. Yeah, you, it's you still trade. the I think you're alluding to, you, 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 okay, I can't play on your team this year. That's fine. I'm going to go get better and come back my senior year and kick everybody's it's butt. Just, it's yeah. just – God, it's just such the wrong message to send anybody. I just think sometimes, and good for the judge. Sometimes parents these days are not teaching. You know, you got to kind of persevere. You got to kind of fight through the adversity. And you know what? You were cut this year. Why would you do that if you could sue somebody? But Chris, you were cut this year. So you know what you're going to do in this in this season? You're going to get better. You're going to take some lessons. You're going to play for another team and go get them next year. Tiger. How about this, son? We paid. We've got you even in a special coach. I mean, we we've done all this, and you're not good enough. Here's a math book. Yeah, you know, let's let's go another route. Let's how, go the engineering route. Hey, uh, Joey, how about volleyball? You know, yeah, you know, I hear Netflix in. is becoming a pretty popular place to work. <laughs> you, know? you know why I stopped playing baseball in high school? I guess because you weren't Talent? good enough. Because well, there's that. And I go, you know, I'm never going to play for the Yankees, so mm. eh, it's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't know. Hey, maybe there's something else going on we don't know about, but I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's a pretty cut it. and dry case. But and listen, yeah. I could be wrong. We could be wrong. I'm sure they got a lot of support when that thing hit the paper. I just, I just feel bad for the kid. He's going to be almost a pariah. Think about how great. Cruel high school You're not going to use his name in the paper. You're going to describe every bit of his background. And in the world of social media, that thing didn't get out four minutes later. Right. Yeah. 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 If you go to any one of these websites, uh, help your kid out a little bit. If you go to one of these websites him. and look at some of the comments, which are always fun to do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they've outed this kid. They've outed his parents. What did they think? They, they, yeah, they didn't. They, they, didn't. Yeah. they didn't think. They didn't think. And shame. Hey, and you know what? And I hope nobody takes it out on, on this kid. Shame on the parents. 100% shame on the parents. I, I don't think the young man said, Mom and Dad, you want to sue to get me on the team? Shame on the parents. What did the lawyer say? The lawyer was like, yeah, the kid's all, all about this. Mm-hmm. Is he? Yeah, the kid said he was behind it. Yeah, okay. Civ- all right. Civil rights? Really? <laughs> Age discrimination. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we have this uh, football pick'em challenge, you know, we're all kind it. of involved in, and it's straight-up picks. No point spread or anything. Right. Uh, our good buddy Anthony Stalter from The Turn over on ESPN Radio is involved. He uh, he has not been doing great, which I'd like to point out. <laughs> Sports guy. <laughs> I've never heard you point that out before. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but uh, I did not have a great week, and it, neither did King Scott over here. So it came down to... You say you didn't have a great week. You both got nine correct, which two weeks ago, nine won the week. You had a pretty decent week. We had a pretty decent week. But everybody else had a better week. You guys had more decenter weeks. Yeah, there you That's go. Good word go. to use. I'm going to use that. I will work that in for you. <laughs> in your next uh, call on uh, Thursday, maybe. Uh, so it came down to the Monday Night Football game. Uh, Scott and I both had the Kansas City Chiefs winning the game last night, which they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that, is that still nine wins or is that Correct, that's nine. Nine wins. So it came down to points. 
which I believe I had 57 points as total score mm-hmm. combined. You had uh, 45 or 40, 46. 46 yep. points. So finishing in 1,013th place, that was King Scott's ranking, 1,013th. Riz, Well, you, let's give the final score of the game. Well, the final score of the game was 27-23. 50 points. Yep. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Yep, that's right. Uh, that means I lost. Yep. Yeah, you, you finished can't in... go over. I mean, the Price is Right set that rule. <laughs> There's no Price is Right rules. <laughs> Regardless, oh, yeah. Riz, you finished 1,072nd. You got to be kidding me. Literally get your ass over here. So now I got to take the shot. And if you guys are curious, he went from third overall to 15th. Whoa. You dropped. <laughs> <laughs> and you still pick nine games right. Yep. Third. You know how Moon brutal. picks his games? Mascots. Yeah. By mascots that, right? fighting. Pretty brilliant. Have you seen that new Philadelphia mascot, though? Oh, oh yeah, I think it's awesome. Huh? I, you talking gritty? about the gritty? The gritty? I think it's awesome. My Dude, twin? that's a silly city. That's that. Um, what's the fanatic or something for yeah. the Phillies? Yeah, you got to listen to this again. Uh, come on, man. You, you are uh, what so the hell is a gritty. flyer? I, I'm a, you know, I went, I'm a Lindbergh flyer. Well, but here's what I want to know. Here, here's what I want to know. I want to know if, I want to know if that was, I, I seriously, I want to know if that was the plan that we're going to make this, and because it's so goofy and ugly and weird, it's going to work, or if it was an absolute mistake that just got hit out of the park. It's somebody, somebody, well, I think got, it was a goof. somebody got into the stuff. You think it was a mistake? You I think, think it, was it was number was a two? Yeah, it was no, those eyes. Like, could no, not have been on purpose. No, what you're, what you're, I mean, what it you're trying like to say is like, had you know what with the it's, uh, a, it's a muppet on band you know, with, yeah. with the band leader. <laughs> what you're thinking is that like you know they go, oh my god, this is the greatest mascot ever. People are going to love this. Let's set it out, and then he comes out, and people are like, what the hell is that no did you, you just say a muppet on hot sauce yes. no, on, on bath sauce, on bath sauce. <laughs> no no no. I, I i think it was totally yeah. deliberate and this is why because they had a whole social media campaign about its goofiness and all that kind of stuff plus the philly fanatic i think it it goes with it plus people hate everything anyway people hated louis when it came out people hate they everything hate and then they get yeah. used to it who hates louis? this whole city did for a minute man they everybody's did? so by the way i'm not i sure you should take the position to get shot in the rear end right in front of the mannequin the way you oh, just no, did. That, oh, that's, that's part of the, that's yeah. part of the joke. Oh, that is, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you get one shot. This is your first <laughs> loss of the year, so that means that you have I to one shot. One shot. You have to count it out. Do. I don't want to no, check I pockets. Do. I look like abnormally thick jeans, but yeah, those are pretty thick. <laughs> Who was wearing thick jeans? King Scott was wearing thick jeans the other day. No, no that was the tree. You said it was mine, which yours are about seven times thicker than the ones I had on. Hike it up. Very thick jeans on. He's got he's got coveralls on. Yeah, what is this? The '90s? Don't be so baggy. Hike it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Thank you. There you go. Pull them up. Make them tight. Hey, first of all, can I say? Can I ask something? Have you been working out? I've been doing squats. Thank you. All right, Riz, count it out. I can't even. Already, buddy, a little closer. Yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta go closer. You gotta go closer. No, you gotta go closer. He's fine where he is at. Yeah, you would. You would. Ready? Yo, three, two, one, go. Oh! It bounced and it almost came back to him. It bounced and it almost came back. The sunlight reflected the bounce. Yeah, it sure did. It went back inside the gun. It was glistening for a second. In the air, it was glistening. That went inside cheek. Wait, I was going to say, where did it get you? It looked seamy. Man, yowzers. Yeah, that looked uh, very seamy. Am I crying? Chris is going 18 years of broadcasting for this. You know what? Or 18 uh, years in this broadcast. It, it just shows we should never grow up. That's right. Yeah, yeah man. Chris Carver, everybody. Yeah. All, right. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. We'll see you guys down at, at the rink this year. Uh, great stuff. season. Hey, and, and a thanks to Greek Fire for letting us use their music, man, to, on our bumpers and coming in and out. Uh, it, oh, it, I heard there's a new awesome. goal song now. There is a new goal song, too, by The Urge. 
Yeah. Uh, created it. So Good song, right? St. Louis. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's so, going to be awesome. Well, they so better Moon, score thank on you very Thursday. much, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I think it fits perfect. That they better score immediately on Thursday so we yeah. can hear it. Yeah, you listen to it. But, but for those that are going to freak out, the organ... We'll be there. The organ's going to play, and then the goal song's going to kick in. That I think will energize. Are people. you suggesting the fans get riled up about this kind of stuff? Well, the Minnesota Wild just changed their goal song. Uh, they just announced yesterday after two years. So I think after fifty, we can adjust. It. Yeah. All right. I agree. <laughs> All right. Chris Kerber, everybody. Thank you so much. when Chris Kerber comes on. Me too. He's a good dude. I saw Donnie creeping. Oh, yeah. Donnie Fandango was in the uh, in the producer's booth just staring. I think Kerber owes some money, to be honest with ah. you. I think that's what it is. <laughs> he was holding a baseball bat. <laughs> he was holding a baseball bat with barbed wire on it. I heard him as they were leaving. Donnie said, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. That's all I really He know. goes, hey, hey, Mr. Kerber, very nice to meet you. I'm a huge fan. Now pay me! I heard easy way or fun way. I don't know what... I know what that means, Donnie, but... All right, come on in, Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to make our real or fake picks. Are you guys ready? I'm so ready, man. Sponsored by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so the results through week number three. We're all tied up, guys. We've all got 10 points. I think this could be the latest in the competition that we've all been kind of deadlocked. Myself, Jeff, Tony, King, Scott, Moon all have 10 points. We're all in first place and in last place. Hmm. Remember the punishment. For this competition is the season's first Christmas caroler. Tis the season, not yet. All right, so it's one point for each correct answer, uh, correct answer real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you points right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. To see the cans in question for week number four, as a reminder, myself and Moon boob swept last week. So we were down a point. That's right. But that was we, a rally. We rallied. We got it. Boob sweeps. Both of us. All right, so let's get into it. Photo number one, a description, please. Photo number one, this is a lovely lady. I believe she's beaching right now because that looks like a beach lounge chair, and I believe that is there's that some sand? sand on her bikini, and uh, she needs to do a little brush off because that's all I could look at right now. It's bothering me. But <laughs> other than that, that's a great photo. It's yeah. a straight-up booby mug shot, and uh, somebody's on vacation. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I will uh, cast the first pick, and I'm going real for photo number one, real. It could have been just like a sugar cookie. I mean, she could be just snacking. If that was a sugar cookie, bonus points for her. 
Because that looks like a delicious sugar cookie, then. Is it a sugar cookie, or it could be uh, a powdered donut? Ooh, that, now we're talking two bonus points. <laughs> Tones? Uh, real. Moon? Good for her. Enjoy your vacation. Real. Jeff? Real. King Scott? I'm going to go on a limb here, and I went real. Okay. Real for photo number one. All right, on to photo number two. Photo number two. This lovely lady has on a black and white flannel uh, shirt that she has forgot to button the top two buttons there, uh, mainly because she probably can never do so because mm-hmm. these things are just pushing that through. That shirt's too small. She that, bought that shirt before she got breasts. Yeah, <laughs> that shirt is way too small. <laughs> I will tell you this, though, and Riz, you say this a lot. It does look like these are lifted and then the bra. Oh, they're like, scooped. They're, they're scooped and lifted. Scoop, lifted, and pushed. These are scooped. Scooped up. Jeff, what do you say? I say real. Moon? Good for her, real. King Scott? I went real. Not crazy confident on these. Uh, yeah. No, these were my... Back and forth ones. These are my least, uh, least see, confident ones. Three was least confident for me, only because picture gives us nothing. I've gone real. And uh, Tones? I have also gone real. All right. I thought of all of them, this one would be the one where people would go fake, but maybe photo number three. A description, please. Photo number three. Uh, This photo here, uh, a lovely lady has lifted up her shirt. Um, This is a full booby shot that she had a marker and uh, colored on here so we cannot see the brownstones, as Jeff Uh so very much so likes to call them. Um, Yeah, I do see a little tattoo on her arm here. Uh, It's a very close photo. Uh, but uh, I think you can see a lot here. You can see a lot I, yeah. here. Uh, this is, this is the most see, boob out of all three pictures. Yeah, that you can see a lot of. But you know how I vote on like uh, other it's variables. Overall that, composition, yeah. right? And the photo. This photo makes it difficult. You don't I, think so? You don't think this is a really I think tough one? This is one? a tough one. This is a tough one. What'd you say, Moon? Um, I landed on uh, good for her real. These are so big. I mean, I could see them being. Oh fake. yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. I mean, is she leaning forward? I, I don't know. You can't tell. Yeah, you can't tell. I I can't tell anything except for that she owns a white shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Patrico, what do you think? I went real. Jeff? Same. I went real. I went real as well. And King Scott? It looks like I'm the only bold one here. I went real. <laughs> All right. Nobody's stepping out. You're all a bunch of pusses. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to roll the dice, huh? Not today. Honestly, I think going real on one or two of them is kind of rolling the dice. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I... these are all safe picks. Everybody's kind of nervous. Everybody's a little nervous. This late in the competition, we're almost halfway there. Mm-hmm. The lock is what I'm nervous about. Well, let's get into it. The locks. Our most confident picks. Two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong. Regardless of your other picks, we begin with King Scott, your lock of the week. I locked on number one. I like sand. Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. A very super confident in number three being real. That was sarcasm, by the way. Oh. Moon, your lock of the week. I think it's sugar cookie dust, uh, and uh, one of the big reasons I'm not super confident about my lock is because it's the same as King Scott's. You're welcome. Real number one. Tony Patrico. I've locked in real number three. Wow. 
crud. See, look what you did. Scott, we're screwed. Well, I <laughs> He had, didn't say that when I said <laughs> I had originally locked in on something, but then crossed it out. Uh-huh. I was originally going to go with number three, but wind up locking on number one. Wow. Hmm. I think, see, I, I'm just kidding, Scott, but you're the new bird. Originally number three, because you could see the most, but then came into, I can't tell if she's leaning forward. I, I, there's not much you could tell. There's a lot of meat, but not a lot of other things. You could, not a lot of the factors. Yeah, let's say if that's a 50-50, that's a tricky, that's a tricky photo to throw us off. Yeah. All right, there you have it. There are the picks. Tough. Oh, boy, it's going to get interesting on Friday. Tell yeah. you that. Tell I mean, you, I mean, in all, I tell you that. In all reality, looking, looking back at these three photos, there is not one photo where I am super confident in. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, not one. I can go, yep, that's it. That's it. I had to pick one. I right, as on always, we got to thank the ladies for sending their pictures in. Thank Thanks, you, ladies. ladies. Thank you to our fine sponsors, Patricia's and Scarlet's Cabaret. Results on Friday. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Rizzuto Show. Anybody get their Halloween candy yet? Is it too early? I got a little bit. You did? Yeah, well, I was in the... I forget what store I was... Actually, I think I was in the grocery store with the kids, and of course, they uh, passed by all the... There's... Um, October beer stuff. I mean, Halloween beer stuff up. There's Halloween candy displays, and they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, we need to get uh, candy corn." And they love the candy pumpkin. You know, the, the candy corn pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And we usually use that as sort of decoration throughout throughout Halloween as well. So yeah, we, we didn't buy our that. candy yet, but uh, CandyStore.com put out a list, and they put out a list every year of the three most popular Halloween candies in all fifty states. Not necessarily. The ones we love the most, but the ones we hand out the most. Okay. Hmm. And this year, they also posted a list of the top 10 overall by looking at how many pounds of each candy Americans have ordered have ordered since 2007. I think my favorites by far that are always a Halloween thing, Sixlets. And as a nation, Sixlets. Yeah. That's on smoke. nobody's list ever. Dude, you're out of your mind. Those <laughs> no, are, I'm not those out of my mind. I, you you like good. those, yes, but those are not on no one's list. Are, are you kidding? It's, they're, they're little, little chocolate-covered like balls. I mean, well, little silly, little bitty tiny balls but they come uh, in the, like, of chocolate covered in candy. You know what it looks like? It looks, you you push know, them out. It looks like an M&M if an M&M wasn't flattened, but it's smaller. They look like a pearl. Is it chocolate? Yes, it's chocolate with a thin candy shell on the outside. They're fantastic. They're great, but that's on nobody's list. Nowhere related to an M&M. Let's see if you get this. As get a nation, out of here. You're such a jerk. <laughs> as a nation, we bought, we purchased, we bought blank more than any other type of candy. M&Ms. Yep. Since 2007. Snickers. What's your guess? M&M's. What's your guess? Snickers. Snickers. Jeff? Let's Say Twix. see. I'm going to go with Twix. All wrong. All right. Candy uh, corn. No, this right. is a brand. Nestle, okay. Mr. Goodbye. Crunch. I paid it. I am not a fan of these. No, it's it's now you're going hundred grand. It's not a candy bar. Okay, Skittles, ribs, Skittles. 
Ribs was third. As a nation, third. we purchased more Skittles than any other type of candy since 2007. You were saying that you were not a fan is what gave it away. I thought it was Skittles or Starburst. I hate Skittles. I love them. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard a human being say, so I overrated. hate Skittles. So overrated. How so? They're like the sweetest thing ever. They're without fantastic. Being... What do you mean, how so? I mean, they're, they're delicious. Not to me. Give me, I'll take M&M's any day. See, I'm not. I'm, that's not Skittles me. Skittles, to I don't me, like are, are the kind of food that they taste, or food, candy that would, they taste good in your mouth, but you can't wait to finish it. Yeah. That, like, that's you can't to... slowly enjoy it. They're them. also filling killers. See, and that's oh, funny yeah, because oh, I'm yeah. the opposite. And tooth extractors. Absolutely. I don't, I don't even want to. I don't even want to say what I'm going to say because this is going to sound filthy. But Everybody I like to put. Sh- I like to put Skittles in my mouth and, and then let them sit there and <laughs> dissolve and suck on them. Dude, leave them out like uh, in the in the wrapper, but heat it up. No, like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm telling you, like now you we're get, putting Skittles in the microwave. No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean that. I mean like if you get in your hot car or something like that, and they're fresh. Oh, and they're, they're like, yeah, they're like soggy almost. They're like oh, uh, mushy. Oh. You want to be a monster? You I put do. some Skittles in with a bowl of M and M's and Reese's Pieces. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. And then just mix Reese's them up. Reese's Pieces, though. <laughs> Reese's yeah. Pieces and M and M's. Yeah, but I'm saying, imagine getting a uh, grape uh, Skittle, uh, Reese's Pieces, and an M M&M. and M. Because you can mix Reese's Pieces and M and M's up. That's oh yeah, of yeah, course you can do that. Great. I'm saying, but you put all three in there, and then it's causing chaos. Let's see if you can do the top ten here. Gotta all right, the top ten. Sixlets. The top ten overall. How many pounds of 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 each of these candies Americans have ordered since 07? So Skittles was number one. Top M&Ms, ten, you said. M and M's. M and M's number two. Okay. Peanut butter cups. That's number three. Snickers. Number. I'm sorry. Reese's uh, was number three. I'm sorry. Reese's number four. Uh, Snickers number three. What about Reese's Pieces? No. Crunch. Yeah, Crunch Bars. No. Three Musketeers. Mr. Good Bars. No. Oh, you're missing another big Milky one. Way. Milky Way, no. Another big obvious one? Mm, yeah. Everybody gets Starburst. Gave- Starburst is number five. There it is. You mentioned it before. 100 grand? No. Ribs? Three Musketeers. <laughs> Not ribs. Payday? Werther's? Candy Corn? Candy corn. corn. Oh, Is yeah. it candy corn? Six. Uh-huh. Sixlets. No, that did not make the top ten, surprisingly. <laughs> Milky, this is milk. Whoppers. Ooh, whoppers no. Are good. Whoppers are good. I do dig whoppers. Uh, milk Duds. Red Twicks. Jujubees. Mike and Ike's. No. Are they are, are sweet or chocolate? Oh, dots. Seven is sweet and spicy. Sweet and spicy Red Hots. Tony Patrick. Uh, not, not Red Hots, but what oh, are they called? Good and Blennies? Uh, <laughs> They're called Red. Hot tamales. Red, hot tamales. Hot tamales. They're called Hot Tamales. I, I couldn't think of that. Tony, thanks. Generic chocolate. Hershey's. Hershey's. Kisses. 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 Minis. Hershey's, huh. Hershey's minis. Uh, again, a very old school candy. Uh, a bit of honey. Circus peanuts. No. Candy canes. <laughs> Candy canes for Halloween? Wow. You've heard of those circus peanuts, haven't oh, you, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. They're the worst. <laughs> taffy. Uh, Laffy Taffy. Uh, Laffy Taffy is wrong. Um, S- caramel. Taffy. Caramel. Same consistency. Oh. Licorice. No, no, don't, don't, don't give it to us. Come on, give it to Give so me something. Give me something, In between a Starburst a and a Laffy Taffy. In between a Starburst and a Laffy Taffy. Yes. Um, now and later. Mambo's. Oh, oh my mom loved those. Fun dip. No. Come on, give me something. Fun give me dip. another. They come in log form. <laughs> they come tootsie rolls. Oh, tootsie, tootsie rolls. Tootsie rolls. I said that. Oh, you know what? Actually, no. Today. I know I made a mistake. So I made a mistake. Oh boy. What's, what's the other derivative of tootsie roll? 
the ones that are blue and orange and and, and no, those, what, that's garbage. No, those are not uh, garbage. They are a derivative of Tootsie so Rolls. I don't know what they're called. Tootsie Pop. Oh, Tootsie Pop. Uh, Tootsie Pop. Sorry. It is a derivative. He is Tootsie right. Pop. And then uh, number ten is. It is. We've been doing so good on this list on our own. <laughs> something you put in yeah. your mouth. Blow pops. No, not. Mm. Scoot back for a same second. family. Wait, same family as what? Bazooka Joe. No. What same, was the same family gum. as what? Tootsie Pops, Dum Dums. Mm, no, 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 no. Damn Caramel it. apple suckers. Pop, pop. No. Oh, very close. The Boatman's Bank Suckers. Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, I, there it is. Boatman's Bank Suckers. Wow, that's <laughs> weird that that made the list. <laughs> Those are Jolly Rancher. Candy corn is uh, sixth overall, like we mentioned, but uh, it's number one in the individual state rankings. Seven states buy it more than any other Halloween candy. Hey, Skittles are next. There's a couple odd, a couple odd favorites, including like Delaware with Lifesavers. Like oh. Lifesavers, the number one in Delaware. Are they made there or something? I, I don't know. Montana, Oklahoma with a double bubble gum. Ooh, yeah. Washington, they do the saltwater taffy. For Missouri, it is. Candy corn. Mm, no. Reese's. No. Something surprising? Tootsie Rolls. I mean, they're delicious. Well, that Milky Way. It down. Milky Way Milky thing, Way, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Milky Way, Jeff. Thank you, man. I'm here with this list. Scoot back for one second. Those Tootsie Roll things that I think are still Tootsie Rolls, but maybe they're not. They're, they're different colors. Yeah. I like those. Those are so good. Like the yeah. vanilla? I love yeah, the, yeah, vanilla. The, but the vanilla. The vanilla one is the best. Is that the blue wrapper? Yeah. Is there a banana flavored one? I'd too? kick someone for one of those I think blue ones. Is there a banana flavored one? I think there is. But the favorite ones, they make like a green and a blue now that are uh, just to yeah. die for. But what I'm asking is, is that an actual Tootsie Roll product or is that a total ripper? I think it's a Tootsie Roll product. I'm typing it in right now. Uh, yeah. Tootsie Roll flavor roll. They're called Tootsies. Flavor rolls. Okay. Yeah, those They've were got the- lime. Okay, the flavors uh, are lime, lime, oh, so good, lemon, lime. cherry, orange, vanilla. Those are the ones I would pick out when I was a kid and like, like. And you know exactly, you know, myself. you know exactly what I'm talking about. These right here, bam. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. Give me this one all day, every There's day. There's also rip off ones of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I see, I see the blue one, and I go, hell yeah, it's gonna be a great night tonight. Yeah, the blue one, the blue one you go for, and the uh, the cherry one, the cherry orange and the blue. <sighs> Illinois, what's the number kid. one candy in Illinois? Oh, I found the knockoff ones. They're called Fruities. Starburst. That was your nickname in Fruity <laughs> School, right? <laughs> was? See, there's there's the knockoff yes. ones. What? It looks like Fruities. it's a uh, Flintstone. Oh, no, those are Tootsie Roll products, too. Tootsie Fruities. Just different flavors. Right now. Illinois, Kit Kats are number one in Illinois. Hmm. You know it's also overrated? Oh, I love Rolos. Rolos are good. Oh, Rolos, Rolos are good. You want to talk about a, a, a tooth puller? I do. Rolos. I mean, you take one bite. That's, that's another also one. overrated. Runts. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Runts, I think you're on the What way a nerds. Out. Nerds is the same thing, right? Uh, nerds, I I'll hate. Take, I'll take nerds over nerds. runts. Nerds yeah, are good. Runts, runts are the runs. fruit flavor ones that are hard as Yeah, yeah the ones that are shaped like fruits. Yeah, yeah. and the bananas, yeah. you can keep those. No, the nerds, bananas are the good ones. a whole box of them, of the nerds. The runts, though, you think you could chew them, but then they crack a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell what's the candy, what's like your teeth inside your face. All right, thanks. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango. Did he, uh, I guess he went back to his office. Kidnapped Chris Kerber. <laughs> hey, big thanks to uh, Chris Kerber for stopping yeah. by. Talking Blues hockey. Season starts in two days. 
How crazy is that? I'm so excited for it, man. I really, truly am. Your first home game is on uh, Thursday. Yep. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? A whole bunch of different stuff. We wrapped it up, actually, with some food news. There's a list of uh, the you know all the state's favorite Halloween candies. Um, we got into it a little bit, uh, not only with sports and... Um, and the uh, the the rap name generator, which I just reviewed a few more. I have a new one: True Moon T R O O, and Coach Moon Ocho. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be the one that I release the next record for. That's on the uh, blog one five seven point dot com slash. And on social media, we uh, did a Riz show live on the Instagram, the Instagram live for the big uh, Pick'em Challenge punishment. Yes, and that was a winner. Uh, sure. We also kind of unpacked that. Uh... Ledoux lawsuit, Ledoux High School yeah. lawsuit. We talked about that a little bit. I mean, we action-packed stuff, action-packed yeah. blog. And you know? got Chris Kerber's uh, um, opinion yeah, on, that on that and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he got to witness the uh, the, the shootout. Punishment. Sure 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right, events tell you about uh, Moon is at Creepy World on Friday, which is Jeff's house. <laughs> How long? You've been waiting since last Halloween to say that. Huh? <laughs> I love it. Shut up, oh. oh my god! Now, where's Creepy World? That's uh, Fenton. Yes. Yeah. That, one, is, that one's fun. Which is close to Jeff's house. Honestly, it's close to Jeff's house. <laughs> I grew up in Fenton, if that helps. Uh, Creepy World Fenton with Moon Friday from 7 to 9 o'clock. Saturday, Jeff is at the Lemp Mansion from 7 to 9. 7 to 9, yeah, at the Lemp Mansion from 7 to 9 Saturday. And then uh, Sunday, Patrico's at DB's watching football starting at noon. Yep. All right, what else? We leave you with a selection from our team, Riz. Remember the name? Shouting out Shane Sanders. One more yeah, time. Shane yeah, Shane Sanders. Welcome to the And she wants to hear this song, so we're going to do it. All right, Donnie, next see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. It's the Rizzuto Show.